All right. What is great, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Potty Mouth Podcast. Uh, this is my friend. Say your full name. Hi, my name is Sundari Rodriguez, and I'm um, a guest here on the Potty Mouth Podcast. Great slate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, slate for real. How do you slate in an audition? When you walk in, what's your, like, what do you, like, what's your first thing? I say, hi, my name is Sundari Rodriguez, and I'm from Los Angeles, California. Do you laugh? <laughs> do you usually laugh in it? No, no, I pretty, I do it pretty. Sp- really? Well, I actually do it like. How smart. serious do you? I do, do it, it like pretty like. Well, my I try and let my personality come through when it comes okay. to slates. That's the best. Okay, so how did we meet? How do we know mm, each other? Oh my god! Okay, we're going there right <laughs> yeah. now. When did when did we meet? Was it June, July, or was it September? I don't know. I was that whole year was a blur. Oh, it was a blur. Was yeah, a yeah, blur yeah. Twenty nineteen. I feel like I've talked about this on the other yeah. episodes where I'm like, twenty nineteen, summer twenty nineteen was the worst of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty two. Yeah. We had just turned twenty two. Didn't we both almost die on our birthdays that year? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what a fun time. We met on the set of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, mm-hmm. which is funny. I think mm-hmm. it's funny the name of the show because it's like yeah. Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Because we're like into love and hip hop, kind True. of, right? Absolutely. If you think about it. Definitely. We were extras, mm-hmm. being extra, which is also another funny thing. Yeah. Extras. Yes. If you think about the name of it. <laughs> Remember what they had us do? What did they have us do? We had to. <laughs> we had to scream. We had, for, we had to fangirl for Ray J. Immature. Immature. I don't even know what happened to them. <laughs> it's the lead singers, like, what, Omarion? Was it a real band? Yeah. I thought it was a fake band. <laughs> No, it was always a real band, but they were big, I guess, in like the 2000s. Of course. I remember you posted on your story and you were like, we're here for immature. And then you laughed. And I was like... No, it was such a bitch, to be honest. Like, I I was such a I hated it, actually. It was draining. Was it draining for you to do that? Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't scream. Yeah. For like, things. Yeah. So it'd be like... And like on camera, I'm yeah. like, this is my hell. Yeah. And also and acting like you're actually interested in the music. And it was one wish. Yeah. I mean, except <laughs> when he did one wish. When he did one wish. Were you hyped? Like, Were you hyped? Yeah, I was actually hyped when he did. Wait, one why? Wish. I don't know. One wish is just like an anthem. That is it an anthem? Yeah. I mean, same. I didn't know. He did sexy can I too, didn't he? Let me look it up. Sexy can I? Sexy can I just find my manners? Jody, how you shaking on him? Oh, it is Ray J. Mm-hmm. It is Ray J. He low key like a savant or something. What? <laughs> like he, like he literally knows everyone. In, he's connected to everything and everyone in Hollywood. It's like a whole thing. I can get into it, but I, I didn't I know to, that. He's a Capricorn. Okay, that's why. Born mm-hmm. January seventeenth. Yeah, he just. Literally, like, Brandy is his sister, and he signed and discovered so many different other artists that you would never think, you know, about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he invented Kim Kardashian, essentially. Oh. Like, way we before Kanye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, we all know that. <laughs> did you see the tape? I did, yeah. No way. How old were you when you saw it? Way too young. Really? Way too young to be <laughs> I know. I'm it. like, when did I see it? I think I, like, saw it a little bit on the internet when I was, like, I don't know, maybe 2010. Then I looked it up later in 2011 or 2012, and then that's when I watched it. Have you yeah. seen Paris's? No. No? Okay. I feel like every time, like, a celebrity's nudes leak, I don't know. Like, have you seen Vanessa Hudgens is nudes? Oh, yeah. Those were iconic, right? Apparently, those were planned, though. 
Were they? Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it because most sex tapes are banned. To get, right. And she was trying to get out of her, um, you know, like her... That's tea. I thought the rumor... Youthful, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Disney, reputation. Disney star vibe. Which... It was like when Selena Gomez did Spring Breakers, but then she left 30 minutes in. <laughs> she, like, didn't <laughs> want to... she was, like, the one who was, like, praying. Yeah, she didn't, yeah, didn't want to, like, commit to being a bad girl. She's yeah. like, I'll be in this movie, but I won't show my titties. Have you ever, like, wanted Selena to, like, go bad? In your head, like when is she just gonna like go bad fully? I mean, do you think she ever had that era or or what? Um, I feel like for Selena, she she's like the good girl. She definitely is the good. Or she girl. tries staying that way. She definitely is the good girl. I do want to see her go for go like, hard. Yeah, like we like, got come and get it, but what else did we really get? Talky right. talky. Oh, come and get it. What like what, what did I we get? She would go through a reputation era. I'm just like, also show your ass, you know? (laughs) Shake your ass. Like, pop the titties. Like, I don't know. She's always, like, fully clothed. And I know she's, like, a Disney princess and whatever. And she wants to keep, like, the thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's, like, yeah, I think it's such a moment, though, when celebrities, like, go bad. I think I was talking about this on my meme account. I went live, and I was like, why don't any, like, pop culture people, influencers, or actors, like, why don't they give us, like, the tea like they used to? Like, remember mm-hmm. when Lindsay, like, Lohan and, like, Hilary Duff and Ashley Simpson, like, remember when they would fuck up and it would be, like, iconic? And, like, mm-hmm. do you remember that time yeah. <laughs> when you were well, a kid? Miley Cyrus, I know she had... I feel like she's the only where... one that gives us what we want as yeah. a pop star. Like, you want the train wreck. You want the rehab. Yeah. You want the comeback <laughs> well, so story. Rehab, you know. Right, but she was so low key Quiet. about it. She so wasn't like, "Hey guys," she was like, "I'm just gonna check in and never tell anyone." Yeah. But I'm like, I love when stars kind of like fall from grace because everyone loves a good fall from grace. Like, yeah. do you ever think about that, or do you yeah. like when stars are like picked like squeaky clean? <laughs> I think a fall from grace is nice, enough, <laughs> you know, because then the, if you think it's about easier to relate. Going right? to a low point and then. Coming up from the ashes is such mm-hmm. a, a, a cool thing. It's a vibe. It's a beautiful thing. Right. And you usually get the best art that way, too. Mm-hmm. When you hit rock bottom and then you right. create from that place. Uh, I think that's when you get some of the best videos. How many times do you think you've hit rock bottom <laughs> in life? <laughs> oh, great. So we're going there. Um, <laughs> we're doing a wraparound. We're hitting all the, <laughs> the hardships first. There's a lot of times that I hit rock bottom and I didn't really know how to grow from from that or what's how to and you stayed there from it yeah damn and I just hit that place and, and didn't know what to do with that energy and mm-hmm. how to um you know use it for my art mm-hmm. um but I think lately I've understood like okay I actually like going to that place sometimes because mm-hmm. it helps me it's inspiration it's right, something right, right. to pull from um and I think you and I have talked about this before is that mm-hmm. a lot of for some artists um I won't name names, but... Uh, like who? <laughs> like who? There's some artists, you know, like, they grow up in L.A. their whole life in huge houses. And oh, know, everything yeah, 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 them, yeah, 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 And, you know, they don't know the struggle. They don't know what it's like to go through things, so they don't have anything to pull from. So their art is very surfacey, and, right, right, right. you know, they just don't have much to talk about it, to talk about. They run out of things to talk about. Right, okay, I haven't even given background. You are an actor slash singer slash songwriter slash anything else. What else do you do? Would you call yourself a witch at all? Or is it too negatively connotated? Maybe. I wouldn't say I'm a witch. I would say that's probably a too 
derogatory. Not derogatory, <laughs> just like just controversial. Yeah. yeah. Dark. Well, that and just I'm not really doing. You're not practicing crazy rituals or spells right. or any of those. Things. I feel like I feel like we're all witches, but like <laughs> society <laughs> made the witch archetype be like negative. Negative. So like we're not like well, telling people like people. yeah I totally like chanted like the other day yeah. <laughs> like no one wants to well, like, say it. society doesn't want people to tap be into their shit yeah 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 which mm-hmm. sucks but it really does what you were saying people who don't know or haven't gone through things are surface level you I want you to talk about your back like where you come from like what state are you from mm. <laughs> where did, like where did you grow up <laughs> how was your upbringing and then also what was the first time you started like making art or at least channeling your emotions through art. Mm. How old do you think you were? Well, I'm from South Carolina, born mm-hmm. and raised in the South, really small town called Greenville. I Which is crazy. I know. It's crazy because <laughs> I'm from here essentially, like Orange yeah. County. Mm-hmm. And I just have never known a small like I mean I guess I'm from a small town a little bit, but Greenville. Yeah, I know. That's it just like, sounds like I'm a like small South town. Carolina. Yeah. I'm like, what was there? What was your city like? Uh, well, it's 69,000 people. Jesus. Everyone knows everyone. Does everyone really know everyone? Yeah. Everyone, How? Everyone, because we all go to football games and we all know each other's families and that's insane. It's just yeah, word gets out quickly around there. You know about other people and what they're doing with their lives, and people are addicted to drugs and stuff like that. You, the whole town knows about Why it. Why do people know? Is it because they like because no one has anything going on yeah. or yes. not yes. the Yeah, <laughs> everyone's so bored with their own lives in a town like that that Damn. they just kind of keep up with other people's stuff because interesting they don't have anything going on in their own lives when you were young what kind of how did you know or when did you know that you were like this isn't like mm. this isn't my life uh I think I don't really know if there was a set in stone like moment where I really realized I maybe if I had to pinpoint one moment it would maybe be when I was graduating high school and everyone was... He? Yeah. What was happening? Well, everyone was putting in their... um, Application. Applications and transcripts and things. And I knew that I was an artist. Mm -hmm. You know, from that that moment, I was like, I can't see myself doing anything besides art. Mm. And my teachers were kind of like... Where are you going? Yeah, where are you going to school? Why are you not going to a four-year college? And of course, this was unheard of with a lot of people unheard of yeah because it's just everyone goes to college everyone does the whole four-year thing and everyone becomes so there was how many other people like you would you say there were not a lot so you felt like you just decided i'm the star i'm the main character you felt like that though a little bit i mean a little bit when i of course i mean there was also this one moment i remember in my math class my senior year Everyone went around the room and said, you know, what they were doing after, mm-hmm. what they, where they right. were going after high school. Right. And I remember saying, oh, I'm going to an acting school in New York. And the whole <gasps> class just... There, like audible gasp or what the Yes, it was audible. <laughs> <laughs> what did people really say? I were mean, they just staring? Everyone or? was just staring in their kind of 
like was everyone like of, she thinks she's so hot yeah pretty much <laughs> she's like what kind of school is that and what all this stuff no one heard of art school no one saw fame I mean <laughs> I guess not it's just so, when you're in that mindset of a small town it's hard to everyone's see. becoming nurses uh, right it's so hard to see anything outside of Damn. that how did you feel were you just like I'm different and weird and no one accepts me or were you just like I'm gonna be something better than all y'all like what did, like what was your in your heart of hearts when did you feel like what if I don't make it like what if I'm just a loser like or were you just like no I'm gonna do this period um of course did it lean more towards the period and uh, start out from or was it just always it period? was kind of no it definitely was not always a period I'm a very insecure person mm-hmm. I would say it's really hard for me not to you know compare myself and beat myself up and things Damn. that's one of the things I struggle with the most Damn. So, I mean, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> we all, like, hate ourselves. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, because it's like everyone's insecure. That's the best part, though, about being like, I'm insecure. Like, when people tell me, like, I'm so insecure, I'm like, you say that like we're not all, <laughs> well, not you, but, like, there's been people who would be like, I'm actually, like, st-. like, and I'm like, everyone, every, that's, like, my one advice or just, like, thing to say is that I'm like, literally, no one cares about you, not in, like, no one cares about you, but it's like, no one's thinking about you. Everyone's mm-hmm. thinking about themselves. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's hard to get out but of that's that free. program of right. thinking. You know, but that's freedom because it's like if no one's thinking about me, I can do whatever I want, you guys. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And then once you realize that, I think everything kind of changes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think I've understood that even more so this year and last year. Damn. But it took a long time. I mean, eighteen-year-old me in that math class was definitely scared, in, scared as fuck, so Damn. insecure, just didn't know. I mean, I knew what I wanted to do, but mm-hmm. and I knew. I guess in my heart of hearts, I knew what God wanted for my life and that's what I was going towards, but I just didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I just Mm -hmm. got out of a super toxic high school relationship. How long were you with them? Since 15? Yeah. We started dating my sophomore year and then uh, broke up my senior year. So. Okay. Wow. Formative years. I know. How did you guys meet? We met in. Grew up together? No, he was actually from Miami. And he moved to yeah. <laughs> That's so, like, I, I have a boyfriend from Miami, you guys. <laughs> like, were you in Well, he was, though? like, the new kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were like, I got him. I got yeah. the new kid in <laughs> Like, he's from Miami. Was yeah. that how you felt? It was kind of the vibe, yeah. Okay, well, how did you meet, though? Like, do you remember the moment? Uh, yeah, he was actually in my science class. Science. Okay. 10th grade science was biology. Bio. Yep. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. But. I mean, we're sitting next to each other now. And <gasps> oh. oh. Yeah. Do you ever think about the powerful, or I guess it's ordained, but a seating chart can change your destiny. <laughs> I'm not joking. Did I tell you about the guy? Because he's a cancer, right? Mm-hmm. So the cancer that I knew from high school, literally the only time we ever spoke was when we got randomly selected to be partners. In Spanish class. So it's like, mm-hmm. had my teacher not done that, I don't know if, yeah. who I would be. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. But I don't know <laughs> if we would ever have, like, talked otherwise. Right. So it's like when they hand out the seating chart, it's like, so literally, <laughs> was my teacher with an astrologer to be like, we need to place these people here because they're soulmates in this lifetime. And, like, they're going to have a, like, you know, yeah. it's like, they didn't know. It was mm-hmm. random, but it wasn't random, right? So it's right. like, because God. But okay, so yes, because God, God. Period. <laughs> period. So you were sitting next to him. Who talked to who first? 
Oh, I mean, this was a long time ago. We're going on We're going there. 10 years no. ago, which is crazy. <laughs> 10 years ago. I mean, almost. I'll be 25 soon. I mean, yeah. I'll be 24 at first, but... Sophomore year was I mean, 2012, I'm 2013. Yeah, so, yeah. Fuck. I'm like, how old are we? Uh, I know. I still feel 12, like, every day. So, it's, so I'm just like, am I really, like, pushing my mid-20s? I, I know. And I'm wondering if that really ever goes away. It you, doesn't. I just talk always to, feel like a kid. Well, I talked to my <laughs> dad about it. He's like, I don't feel any different from when I was younger. I just have an older body. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, what? Because, like... I guess I feel that way too. I actually feel younger now than I did when I was young. Mm. Do you ever feel like the first part of your life was so turbulent and toxic and dark mm. that you had to grow up really quickly and by the time you were 17 you were like so stressed out every day yeah. because of trauma and shit that like you aged in reverse a little bit? Because yeah. like now I feel literally like a 16 year old way more than I did when I was 16. When I was 16 mm. I was so stressed out and like mm-hmm. I looked older, I had bigger titties, I like, <laughs> looked like 40, like I looked like when I was 17 people thought I was 22. Oh, so wow. now that I'm 22 people, like when I was working at Chick-fil-A they were like you look 16. I was like I'm 20 and like mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I just, right. do you feel that way? Um, do you feel like you were older at 15 than you are I now? I do, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What is that? Well, I, I wanted to grow up too fast when I was mm-hmm. a teenager. I just was like, I want to be a grown-up. I want to drive a car. Right. I want to have freedom. And I'm just such a free spirit in general. I mean, you know, I moved to New York when I was 18, just right. out of Greenville, right. in South Carolina. So completely different world, universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I could definitely relate to that. What did you... What did you do as a child that made you think, if I do this, I will be grown? Who, um... (laughs) (laughs) Feel free to think about it. (laughs) No, it's all good. It's just, um... I would... I mean, I would not be... I mean, my physical appearance, I was, like, wearing contacts and extensions no and color like, contacts sometimes it was a green sometimes it was a hazel I had some blue ones I just feel like and also that could have de- been because of the deep-rooted insecurity that I had to deal with later um but what about like your, how you look kind of oh just, why was everyone just like white yeah <laughs> yeah everyone was white in my in my area I don't know if it was so much that it was just I don't know what what it could have been, but I just wanted to be. Was it just not else. being seen by like people in your life as when you were young? That yeah, I'm sure it probably was my it like parents an act of lashing out, or maybe. did you think it was just like this is me? Well, I didn't really have the phase of maybe being like wild and you know promiscuous at a young mm-hmm. age. I never really had that, but I always kind of kept my morals. But it was just kind of. I know my identity and I'm going to do whatever I want. And because mm-hmm. I feel like my parents didn't care either way um, about what I did. So it was just that I kind of raised myself in a way. So Damn, um, Matilda. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I feel. Not that I raised myself, but it was just like I was in my own world. Mm-hmm. And like no one really was like in it. Do you yeah, feel that way? I do. Well, you're like, I literally like would have my own agenda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have my own thoughts about things. I don't know. Like, what even is that when you're young? I literally would grow up, the way I would do it is I literally had a bunk bed and I was on the top of the bunk bed. My sister had the bottom half, but there was a desk on like the side of the bunk bed. And I, like, she moved her bed from out from under the bunk bed. And so it was like an empty space. So I literally like created a cubicle, like an office Mm -hmm. cubicle. And I would like wear my mom's business suits (laughs) and I would go. What? I 
haven't heard about this. Well, I, I, I would create a fake office in my bedroom, and I would pretend to be, like, going to the office. Wow. <laughs> I would, like, sit in my cubicle and, like, pretend to plant. Like, I had no clue what I was talking That's about. That's wild. So that is how I, like, was, like, yeah. I want to be an adult, and right. I did shit like that. Well, it's it's so weird you say that, because I was just telling my roommate uh, the other day about how I used to play restaurant with my grandma. Oh, my and God. I, get, <laughs> I, I love used, that. I used to do that, I too. I used to, like, Make I think I was serving her, and, yeah. like, it's so weird now because I think about That's my side hustle. fucking funny. Because, <laughs> no, because I used to work at Chick-fil-A and I remember my favorite video game when I was a kid was Diner Dash. Mm, do you remember that game? Yeah, I do. So, I told my, one of my coworkers because I was, I really liked serving, like giving out the food and finding them and like making mm-hmm. the line go fast. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I love Diner Dash. So like, <laughs> and then he would always call me, di- like, hey Diner Dash, because I, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I'm like, he was a Gemini, lol. But, uh, <laughs> so it's just like whenever I'm at work and I'm like going, go, 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 I'm always like, this is like Diner Dash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I right. know, you were saying your job yeah. as a server host. Yeah. Like, you ended up doing what you pretended to do yeah. as a kid. Yeah. I think maybe it was like in my subconscious that I was going to do that as for a good portion of my life because I started working in nationals when I was 15. Because it was always. Around because my dad owned restaurants and damn, so I was just running chips at like thirteen. Damn, and chips. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you get know, tipped? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, I didn't know anything about you know mm-hmm. labor or anything like that back then. Mm-hmm. But it was just like exciting. That's such work. like a hot girl thing. Every hot girl's <laughs> first job was like being a server at a restaurant. I know. I know. I think so. I, like, I don't know. Or maybe that's just, like, I know two people like that. Mm -hmm. Or at least everyone. Mm -hmm. It's easier to get a job in the food industry when you're hot. Isn't that tea? That is very tea. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you bring the restaurant more money if you're hot. Yeah, that's tea. Your regulars come and see you. You get tipped Tipped way more. That's so fucked. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Don't you think it's fucked? Yeah. Do you ever think, like... I mean, it's works in my favor. But yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm that's like, why, but it's fucked up. Yeah. That's what I mean. I worked you... at Hooters, so I... Was that your first one? That was not my first. Wait, but when you was... worked at Hooters, did you dress up? Yeah. <gasps> that's so lit. Wait, the whole outfit. Do you have any uh, photos? I, I think I do, yeah. How were the, the photo, guys. <laughs> How were the tips? The tips were amazing. I was walking out with, like, 500 a night. All no way. Cash. How old were you? 19. No way. 19. You could be 19 and work at Hooters. Mm-hmm. I, like, think about, should I work at Hooters? I should have worked there when I was 17 because I have huge knockers. Yeah. So when you work there, do you have to wear, like, a push-up bra or, like, what's the no, deal? No, I mean, you'd be surprised. It's not really about uh, Everyone thinks it's about, you know, boobs and this and that, but there was so many girls there I knew that were working with an A-cup. Well, know? yeah. I think about, it's, it's, it's more, more about the legs, right? Yeah. Low-key. True. Because you wear shorts. Yeah. You do wear shorts. You have to wear the tights, right? Yeah, yeah. That's and, tea. yeah, so I think it's also just about general personality because you have to be interactive with the guests and, like, make them feel, you know, stroke dudes' egos and mm-hmm. be just super into sports and or act Ew. like you are, <laughs> you know, like, no. the whole deal and sing happy birthday to people and be super enthusiastic. Damn. You're like a cheerleader, basically. Like a but, like, playboy for, bunny, but, like, much. for wings, <laughs> yeah. right? What pretty Was much. this Greenville? No, New York. New York, Hooters. I know. What city? I made so much money. Like New like York Manhattan, City? Manhattan? Right across from Penn Station. No fucking yeah. way. Mm-hmm. That's, whoa. Mm-hmm. 19? Yeah. So you moved to New York City when you were 18. Mm-hmm. How was that? that was, it was really good. <laughs> how was the night before you went? How far from graduation was it? 
Um, I think, so I actually not too long after, because I remember I started a summer intensive program at this acting school. That's right, school. the William Asper Studio, <laughs> is that what it is? Um, so I did the two-year program at the William Asper Studio, okay. but I did the summer intensive at this school called the Maggie Flanagan Studio, Cute. and um, I went maybe like the second, I graduated high school like first week of June, I went the second week of June. No way, yeah, I was out of there. Right. Where was it? Um, in Manhattan. In Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Okay, so do you remember the nights or night that you packed? I was don't. it was your goodbye process like bye everyone or were you just like I think it and was, didn't tell anyone? I th- I think it was more like that, but my goodbyes are usually very fast and quick and let me just get out of there because I hate goodbyes. Oh my god, me as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> when I graduated high school, I literally moved to Pasadena to LA like three days later mm-hmm. and I didn't even walk at graduation I literally wow. like it was the last day of school I like went home I partied the night of grad night with my friends but then like three days later I just like got in the car with my dad and I literally listened to like Ride by Lana Del Rey like oh. crying driving away from Orange County into Pasadena <laughs> I was like this is so fucking dramatic and like I'm, I'm in a movie yeah I was like this I was looking out the window I was like, I was, like <laughs> you know when you like turn so that the yes. driver can't tell that you're crying <laughs> That was me. That, that was, was me on the subway oh, in New York. Fuck. I with my hair. What did you I listen? That's what I was in. asking. Do you remember what when you were leaving? If you had like a playlist in your head, were you listening to music? I don't think I had a playlist in my head. It was just I was so caught up about the boyfriend that we mentioned earlier. Oh wait, wait, wait. Because we broke, broke up, up my senior year. When and probably I mean it was very it was like a on back and, and off forth. until the end. Yeah. When was the first <clears> end? Oh. Because you knew graduation was coming. Well, and you're like, I'm leaving. Well, it wasn't until he started being flaky with me that I decided I was going to move to New York. When did you tell him? I mean, it was after we had had the breakups. Because he told me that he was tired of me and he didn't want to be around me. Mm. And like, that I was annoying. And, oh, you no. know, stuff, stuff no girl wants to hear. Oh, shit. Because we were hanging out every day. And... He just decided he wanted to, you know, he was so young, he just, like, wanted to be with his friends, and he didn't really want a girlfriend anymore, and mm-hmm. it just switched up on me so quickly, and, damn. Um, when did he find out that you weren't like other girls, or that you, like, had dreams that you wanted to, like, leave town for? Well, it was after we broke up that I <gasps> decided that I needed to get away from the situation, I needed no to, no way. Yeah, so, to New York. had you not, mo- had you not broken up? Would you have just like settled for that life? Probably, but I'm, I mean, God knows what He's doing. I always, Damn. you know. So, so you were just like, "This I is think my it shit." For a reason. Damn. Mm-hmm. I think it's always pain that projects us into the next level. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> no doubt. You know, I can attest to that. Because well, I, I hate that it's like that, though. Do you ever feel like? Do you ever wish it could just be like I'm just making this choice because I want to, not because like of this course. is life or death? Of course. I don't regret any pain that I went through like even now now that I'm healed and I'm in a place where I'm content and happy when I was in the moments of being like like, super depressed I was crying my eyes out every night Mm -hmm. you know after my last relationship yeah I didn't know I was gonna make it I didn't think I was gonna make it you know there were some nights I was just you know Mm -hmm. asking God for help you Mm -hmm. know but I don't I wouldn't change any of those nights for anything because right I created something beautiful out of it mm-hmm. uh, and I got in t- more in touch with myself and got to know myself more and realize what I don't want in a mm-hmm. relationship and what I'll settle for and or what I won't settle for mm-hmm. and 
I definitely don't regret any of it for sure. Do you ever feel like in those nights you're just like, if I can get through this, I can mm, do anything, anything and also I have to make shit happen if Absolutely. I survive this. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's just definitely like, what's going through my head when I have those yeah. breakdowns for sure. So each one of those, like, I guess you would call them like, that's for me a rock bottom. A rock bottom is when mm. I feel like I, oh, yeah. I might not make it. Me too. Is like, that's mm-hmm. what a rock bottom is. So yeah. for all of those, does each one like consecutively get worse or like the like the latest one or the one mm. before that, do you think like, oh no, that one was worse than this one? Or do you think they get worse because you have the like prior rock mm. bottoms to like because you can't go get through a rock bottom without going through a different That's right. <laughs> it's like those ones are training yeah. for the next one. That's very true. I think I think in my experiences they've gotten easier, believe it or not. Right. But I don't training. know. <laughs> right, right. Uh but who knows what I'll go through. I mean I've experienced certain kinds of pains and I think mm-hmm. that that's the worst pain that a person could go through right. but I don't know you know what other pains mm-hmm. you know it's each hurt is obviously a different kind of hurt and I feel like God gives you the hurts that will hurt you the most oh like yes. this is you gotta you. learn the lesson like this yeah. is hitting all your shit yeah and you have to like, you have work to deal through with it, it. Yeah, you know, yeah it really makes you hone in on those do the shadow work and, right and really face those things about neglect and abandonment mm-hmm. and if I didn't go through that last breakup, I would not know how to be alone. Because mm-hmm. I, I had just jumped from one relationship to the next. Right. Um, but now I can, I'm content with being alone. I'm fine. I, I enjoy being alone. I right. enjoy my own company. And now I can, if I'm going to attract a partner, it can be someone who is a whole person mm-hmm. instead of someone who's just trying to leech off of my energy or mm-hmm. something like that. Damn. Okay, circling back to the first guy. Um, oh, no. <laughs> how did you start talking? Because you were sitting next to each yeah. other. Well, I always in high school was the kind of girl who was always with all the guys. Really? I loved hanging out with guys. What did you mean by that? I, I mean, I Like, just, you would just be I like, hey. No, I mean, I didn't <laughs> like hanging out with girls. I liked, I mean, my Gemini son. I liked the attention. Mm. I liked being the center. I, I think that's be, more Scorpio of you. You think? Scorpio girls <laughs> fucking love attention. They need, like... Literally, my friend is like Scorpio Dom, and like she would rather be in a house full of like a bunch of guys or a whole group of guys and no girls because she likes being the only yeah. girl looked at in mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. And when actually it's not like that, and there are other girls, she gets angry. Yeah, she's like, I can't way. believe she's like here I'm and like taking way. the eyes from me. I mean, I try obviously not to do that. <laughs> I feel like it's a shadow side. It is. Sure. It is, and I I notice it, and I I'm like, okay, let me not feel this way. Let me <laughs> let, let me, me, let me call in some positive energy to. Damn. Reject that because I don't. That's not cool. Like I don't want to feel any negative energy that I feel that I'm feeling is gonna be directly projected back to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't want to feel like I'm envious or jealous of anyone mm-hmm. or anything. And I I want to like hanging around with girls, but mm-hmm. a lot of girls are pretty flaky though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, what I found is I can only hang out with other bad bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you ever feel yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Or I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't even know a girl that's whack. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, like, all of my friends are, like, goddesses. Right. So I think about it, and I'm like, I don't know what it's like to, like, be around basic bitches. So I, like, I'm so far removed from, like, a basic bitch. That like, do you know what I mean? Where yeah. you're just like, who are those people? Right. Even like, what are they even like? Right. Um, well, bad bitches could still be fake. So 
so right. But you know. but that's how you know they're not really fat bitches. That's true. That's, that's, yeah. like you can't, you almost, that's super. You tea. can't get that title unless you are legit, like you know, like the right. well rounded way. That's very true. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's hard being talented and beautiful around girls that don't have either. Right. Because you can you can like feel. Like the mm-hmm. burning yeah. energy that like they yeah. send you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why am I like shaking? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Oh yeah. Fuck. Tons of times. I hate that shit. Okay. Yeah. So when you were getting it, okay, high school, you were talking to him. You talked to him first, I'm guessing. Um. No, he actually was just really funny. It was like oh, one of those cancer situations. men are so funny. I, he, I know, and that he was not even like necessarily like the cutest guy in school or anything mm-hmm. and everyone kind of you know always would look at him and me and be like how did he get her because right he Falcone. Was, I know the with the video no yeah, seriously yeah, yeah. go full circle here <laughs> mm-hmm. um but he was just so funny mm-hmm. that and he was so just sweet and I don't know he just he seemed so innocent and mm-hmm. I just really liked him and he he just basically it was like one of those situations where people say oh I was like um they say Funny guys are the most dangerous because you're just laughing and then, and then all of a sudden your pants are off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, was yeah. Like, it really was like that, low key. Cause That's the best. <laughs> no, I love a funny guy. I would just call for a funny guy. But period. I'm like, I literally don't care what you look like. If I can laugh all day, all good. So in class, we would make jokes. Mm-hmm. And then when did you start being like... <laughs> like, when did you start? Like, um, Were you falling first or was he like pursuing you and then you're like, oh, okay. He was pursuing me. Okay, he pursued tea. me for a long time before... I was kind of like, oh, actually, I think I do kind of have a crush on him. And then what got you? What was the thing? Was it a night? I don't know what. I really. I wish I could remember what that exact moment was. Mm -hmm. But it was just him continuously like being super like funny with me every day in class. Mm -hmm. We would like because we sat next to each other, and then he would just. I don't know. It's just something broken me I guess I was like okay I think I like this guy and then one of my friends mm-hmm. um she basically told him that I had a crush on him because basically she was trying to <gasps> well she was playing is this to the play girl matchmaker no okay no, no 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 not thank that god girl. my home girl Sharika Core, what's good? Just kidding, but I mean, I'm not that close with her, but Shereka she's friends Jones, with Jones, what's good, That's girl? Tea. That's my girl. She really supports me. Like, she always what's her sign? I don't know. I don't have to When's ask her. her birthday? I don't know. I, I feel like it's September. I know, I know. <laughs> Virgo? Is she Virgo? She might be. I don't Or maybe Leo. I get Leo okay. vibes from her. I don't know. Okay, Maybe so you were like, that's just she sees this. She's like, my birthday's in like January, bitch, first of all. She's <laughs> like, we're not even that good of friends, I guess. I know. Damn. Well, okay. she, she played, she's the reason why we were together, you know? Wow. Uh, yeah. See, that's why I asked the sign thing, because I'm just like, when you yeah. look at it in like an archetypal way, it's like, oh shit. Like, I think for me, a Leo. I wouldn't be with my first if it wasn't for like a Leo girl being kind of like, mm. you know, like meddling well, in a way. That's what happened with me. A Leo girl got in the way of right. him and I. Wow. My ex best friend. That's tea. Yeah, that's super tea right now. That's tea. Oh my God. Mm. Holy shit. Okay. Um, so she told him 
she went up to him, do you know exactly what she said? Did you tell her to tell him, or was she like, I'm just going to do well, this? Well, it was like one of those situations where I knew they were friends, and I Oh, just like tell him, him, like, good things about Well, him. I didn't tell mm-hmm. her to tell him. I knew she was going to tell him, so I told her that I had a crush on him on purpose. Oh. You know what I mean? It was one of those situations. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she she told him, and then after that, he was like, okay, I got this in the bag, you know? No way. We started dating on Valentine's Day, actually. No way. Valentine's Day of 2013. No fucking way. Yeah, 2013. Holy shit. I know. <laughs> what, what? I'm like going back to that place mentally I know. right now in my head and I'm like 2013. Yeah. That was like a low bottom for me. Really? Like, yeah. I like got evicted out of my apartment um, and I remember I actually went to, I went to Winter Formal. It was like one of the first, if not the first school dance that I went to. And I remember this guy that I had a crush on, but I didn't even know I had a crush on him yet. Like, I didn't, like, I had a crush on him, but I didn't know what it was until later. And then I was like, oh, should I do like him? But we were best friends or whatever, or friends. And um, he was actually going to the dance with one of my other friends who had asked him because it was Sadie Hawkins or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember we were at the dance and he had left my friend who he was, like, there with and, like, walked over to me because I was just, like, sitting at a table and I was like, oh, my God, like, he, like, left his date to come talk to me. <laughs> and I remember, like, my eyes, like, rack-focused and I could, like, see her in the distance being like, why oh. is he talking to her? <laughs> but, like, we're her and I are cool. Like, we've known each other since, like, uh, elementary school, which is so weird to think about it now. It's like, if I would have known that, like, you were going to go to Winter Formal with, like, this other – it's just, like, you know, like, growing up a small town – did you ever know anyone from like elementary school, middle school, and high school? And you went to every three yeah. of them. Yeah. So it's just like Definitely. when you see who they end up dating, you're like, oh, I had a crush on. Like, yeah. oh my god, like one of my crushes from middle school. I don't want to say it because, like, what if he sees it? He's married now. And then literally my first crush in kindergarten, Hunter Howie. Mm. He <laughs> he got married last year in the beginning, like oh, right wow. before quarantine. And I remember, or like in the middle, of, he got engaged in, in the beginning and then got married like in the summer. And I remember literally spiraling for like a week. Really? Recently. I'm yeah. like, I don't like him. I, I didn't even like him growing up. It was yeah. just in kindergarten in 2002 or one. Right. But I just remember thinking like what, because we liked each other. Our parents forced both of us to tell each other that we liked each other. We literally have a photo together on graduation day. I just think, like, what would my life... That, that's what my life would have been had we ever been a thing. Uh, I would have been married by now. And, like, right. living in Aliso, just, like, yeah. fixing cars and taking well, photos of them in a parking right. lot. Like, that's, like, yeah. what he does. Well, that wasn't the plan And I'm like, nice. you, I feel like. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Bigger weird. things. It's just things. fucking weird how, like, right. the, the pawns and the pieces... Oh, Anyways. yeah. No, it is. <laughs> it is very weird. Because it's like, that's, that is an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. It's like that one episode of That 70 Show. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Where I think, oh my God, I'm going to cry. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the name? What's the name of the main guy? I never watched That 70 Show. Oh my so God, much. you didn't? Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? I, that's like my favorite show. Why don't, Donna and Eric. Is Eric? Yeah, it's Eric. Okay. Donna and Eric. They obviously grew up together, mm-hmm. and then they start dating when they're older, and then they, like, lost their virginities to each other, blah, 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 and then they're breaking up, essentially, because they don't want the same things in life. She wants yeah. to, like, be successful. He just, like, yeah. doesn't have any, like, dreams, yeah. and they have to break up, and then I guess one of them, I think either Eric or Donna, like, wishes that they never, like, dated, or that they never, like, fell in love with each other, and then there's this whole, like, montage that Eric has, or that Donna has, or maybe both of them. 
where like he gets to see what it's like um like if he never dated donna and she dated someone else or he dated someone else or like later on on the line so i always just think that with like high school and growing up and just like life choices it's like literally somewhere in the universe i literally am married to my my kindergarten crush mm-hmm. and it's like what the fuck yeah. or i'm still or I ended up with this person that maybe I shouldn't have been with. Right. And it's like, what would have become whatever. Well, probably you would have been miserable to be Right. Honest. Isn't like, that funny? I think about what my life would have been if I would have married the guy that I dated Damn. in high school. And I wouldn't have had any drive or ambitions. I probably would have just had kids and just regretted my whole life. Because I had all this these ideas and creative energy that I didn't do anything with. Do you think most people are in that state? Absolutely. I hate my fucking life. Yeah. (laughs) Because people just go with what society tells them that they should do. And they don't follow Mm -hmm. their hearts because they are too scared out of Mm -hmm. fear and comfort and security. It's honestly so hard for me to think of like what that would be like. So I was like, I remember I was laying in bed with one of the guys that I dated a little bit. And I remember he was telling me this like story about like this coworker that they had and she would always be like, whenever she messed up, she would be like, oh, I hate my life. And like, he did this impression of her and I, and I would always laugh at the impression. I would be like, do the impression, do the impression because he would do it so funny. And it sounded like exactly probably like what she sounded like. And then I was like, I remember thinking like, do people hate their, cause I was at a point in my life where like, I felt like I was the luckiest girl in the world. Cause I like got the internship I wanted and I like had, fell for this guy really yeah. hard and I was feeling all these things for the first time right. and I just felt so hot I was like 21 yeah. you know when you just like yeah. feel young and hot and yeah. like in your prime and you're like yeah. oh this yeah. is like, like peaking. Peaking. yeah that's peaking I'm like I'm peaking um yeah so I remember I was like would lay with him and I would feel so lucky just lucky and I was like do people hate their lives like and he was like yeah and I think about it and I'm like I think everyone hates their lives, and that's so sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Hopefully, this We're, new era of people, are, right. ch- they're changing that mm-hmm. mold and understanding that you don't have to go to college mm-hmm. and do the whole thing. Yeah. My thing is, like, do whatever the fuck you want, and I think that is true happiness, because, like, you chose to do what you wanted. I did. So you're free. Right. Everyone else who was like, what's going on? Like, yeah. they're not free, yeah, bitch. No, they're not. What are they doing? They don't even know what they want. Are they, Probably. like, in accounting? Like, what Probably. are they doing? <laughs> they wear Little Caesars? What are they doing? <laughs> That's my thing. I went to my hometown the other day, actually, and I was at Trader Joe's, and, like, one of these girls that I grew up with or went to college with, like, I know she's super smart, and she probably gets really good grades. She was, like, a basketball player or whatever, whatever. Like, she was just working at Trader Joe's, and I, like, ran into her, and I'm like, I don't even know if she, like, knows who I am because I, like, look different. And I'm like, so you just, like, are working at Trader Joe's, (laughs) (laughs) like, six years later. Right. Which is fine because I'm like, I'm unemployed, all good, like, but I just think about it, and I'm like, some people really, like, I'll, I would go to my hometown with my sister. Sometimes we'd go to, like, Pet Boys or something, and she'd be like, I fucking, like, had physics or, like, Spanish 3 with this kid, and yeah. he's just, like, get like yeah. ringing up our tires. Yeah. Like, sometimes people really just yeah. do nothing, right. and it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and some people, you know, they really... And they're fine with it. Right. A lot of people are like, happy that's just with their shit. simple life, and, like, I tell my mom this. I'm like, Mom, you know, are you okay with just having kids and being married and that's all like you really did mm-hmm. in your life and she said that was always her dream was to like have just a, be a, a nice home. a nice home and cars and the perfect perfect husband the mm-hmm. three kids the dog you know mm-hmm. that was her dream mm-hmm. so i mean to each his own i'm sure some people are really happy 
Yeah, it's like some way, people literally just want they security like simple life and that's it. And they're okay, you know? Damn. But I mean, I also think maybe their soul isn't evolved to really understand what that they do want something mm-hmm. a little more than that. Um, maybe they're not as, as far along in their mm-hmm. soul's journey, you know? Some souls are older than others. Yeah. Do you know at all if your mom had any other dreams? Like, is there anything she's good at or she, she wanted to do? She was a dancer um, in high school. Tea. Yeah, she, she was like... She like had a cheerleader? Uh, I don't, she did, um, what is it when they, like, flag? Baton, yeah, flag. Ye, uh, what's it called? <laughs> it, they, they twirl a flag. Yeah, it's called, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, she has really nice, she's always had really nice legs. Mm-hmm. So, like, dancing was, like, her thing. And I don't know if she ever, like, wanted to do it professionally. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that she had me at 21. So, that was pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, her her future you know Mm -hmm. she was just like okay I'm pregnant you know Mm -hmm. that's my life damn but she I kind of had a conversation with her about this recently because I was like you know what were you thinking I was like oh you probably think I was just saying like a stupid thing like Mm -hmm. oh you probably think like I ruined your life or like you know yeah you know just whatever mom and daughter things and she was like no I wasn't living until I had that's like that's what, what all said. moms say. And I'm like, are yeah. you fucking sure? Yeah, are you fucking sure? <laughs> my mom's always like, you're my miracle. I'm like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I ruined the marriage, but all good. <laughs> you guys got divorced like two years after I was born. No worries. Mm. But like literally my mom always says like, I, you were the greatest thing that's ever happened right. to me. And right. I'm like, should, Same, should I have a kid <laughs> to like yeah. feel that way yeah. about anyone? Well, like, I mean, I think that kind of love, because I told, I mean, my mom was just telling me the other day, she was like, you don't understand the, yeah. the child. We don't, we don't get we it. We can't yet. even fathom yeah. it. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> do yeah. you ever think about it? Do you yeah. want kids? I do want kids one when day. When do you want kids? Well, when, whenever it happens, I want to be able to say that I did absolutely everything that right. I wanted to do in my career before I have kids. Yeah. Because I don't want to resent the child or, right. or multiple children, however many I have. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to feel any type of, you know, ill feel- feelings towards the kid because... Do you feel like you got those feelings sent towards you as a kid? And that's yeah. why you're like, I don't want to Absolutely. Yeah. Damn. I think I did and maybe subconsciously yeah you know because my mom still wanted to go to the clubs she mm-hmm. still wanted to ha- live her 20s she mm-hmm. still wanted to be youthful you know mm-hmm. still wanted to like live her 20s mm-hmm. and I understand that now that I'm in my 20s but like obviously as a kid you don't get that you don't yeah, understand like, that why doesn't she like me right right <laughs> and I remember even you know hiding her keys as a kid because oh, I didn't fuck. want her to like go to the club that's so yeah, sad I know, I know. <laughs> that's like a, a memory that's burned into my that's mind that's like a wound I know oh is. god yep, yep. I was literally thinking about this earlier about how like I think about like how my mom was abusive or how she was negligent or whatever when I was younger and I put it in perspective now and I'm like okay well she was literally like 36 mm-hmm and had just gone through two of the biggest heartbreaks and like ends of marriage in her life thus far um in the span of like six years mm-hmm. and like that's like a lot and I was like three to like four to five and like the last divorce I think I was like seven so I think about how she was and how she would drink and all the things that she would do and I'm like oh she just was like numbing herself mm-hmm. she just wanted to die yeah she but yeah. she was a mom she couldn't she right. had to just keep living so it's like right. of course she was gonna choose vices of course like right. I just put myself in 
to that mind frame and I think about like how fucking hard life actually is for real. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm lucky she even ever was able to make dinner. Like, yeah. I can't believe she ever woke up right. and still went to work every day. I would yeah. like kill myself. Right. So I just think about that shit right. and I'm just like, okay, so it wasn't personal. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she just was going through a lot right. <laughs> at the time right. and also was doing the best she could. Absolutely. She had, had never experienced that until that moment. So how right. would she know? But I think when we're kids, we like want our parents yeah. to be perfect and we expect them yeah. to be like gods. Yeah. But they don't fuck, and now, they don't I'm know. glad now in my twenties I can say, you know, I forgive my mom for everything she did and mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was stories that I was kind of creating in my head as a kid, you know, yeah. with the negligence and things because mm-hmm. I think about my childhood and you kind of become addicted to like that pain. Yeah. Because you get conditioned to be like, Well, this is what love feels right. like and right. then you're like Creating that pattern in your head, and mm-hmm. then you're just like, oh, well, no, I need to be this type of victim right. in any situation. Mm-hmm. And then you're yeah. like, wait. Yeah, I'm so glad I got out of that thought pattern because I don't want to attract any guys that are basically attracted to that right. mindset. Right. I don't want those guys anywhere near me. To That's like my biggest thing right now, where I'm like, how do I literally change my energetic field so that I don't attract people that I'm just trauma bonding with? You have to heal the wounds. You have to heal the wounds. It's like that's the only <laughs> that's way. like my big that's like my job every day. It's like yeah. doing the fucking shadow work. Yes, I'm doing the shadow work shadow for work. like years, but mm-hmm. 2020 has been like and oh, 2021. Yeah. It's like yeah. nothing but shadow work all day, yeah. you guys. No, it really has been, and I 2020 really opened my eyes to shadow work and meditation and mm-hmm. yoga and just stillness, under, yeah. stillness and understanding what my spiritual. I am a spiritual body and I'm a soul and what I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a, a being, you know. Right. We're full on our own and we yeah. don't really need people and it's all good. Right. Yep. Um, I had mm-hmm. another question. Do you think, because of like the whole, like some people are okay with just like whatever. Sometimes I think, and I realized it recently because my friends and I will sometimes just be like, I can't imagine just literally being a local. <laughs> like yeah. just living. I think, okay, are my friends and I that live in LA, are we happy and like content with the like, what LA living is like and what following your dreams is like and what being your own person is like? Because it is so unknown, scary, everything's, every day is a surprise, you never know what's gonna happen, um, it's chaos and unpredictable. Just like all the things that it is emulates the uh, turbulence of like, a childhood mm-hmm. that isn't the best. Mm, so it's like, am I just putting myself in this situation? Cause because it's, I'm used to it. Yeah, because this is chaos. what I'm used to. I'm used right. to chaos. Right. And like, that's why this feels comfortable and I don't understand why you would just mm-hmm. not be in this situation. But then it's like, well, when you really think about it, yeah. this is the most unknown, it like is. anything could happen yeah. situation. Chaotic. I'm just jumping off of a cliff every right. day. Yeah, basically. So do you think, that's what it feels like, to be honest. Right. Do you think that that's like healthy or do you think we're like kind of addicted to, you know, those type uh, of things? Or do you think it's just like we're thriving because we're used to it? I think it could be a little bit of both, to be honest. Right. I think... I would not be able to sit still if I was living mm-hmm. back in South Carolina, just doing right. basic You would probably thing. get into random shit, right? Oh, yeah, probably. I would probably create the drama myself because I was Is just Is that why those happy. people do that? I mean, make, probably, yeah. Damn, I mean, because you create nothing. situations because you don't have anything in your life that has your focus or mm-hmm. your attention or that you can give your drive to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I it could be a little a little bit of both. I I think I don't know. I just usually listen to my intuition, mm-hmm. and when I start thinking about those kinds of things, because I did almost move back to South Carolina at the beginning of COVID. Damn. I really was debating it because Damn. I mean, you know, my high school boyfriend gave me a promise Damn. ring and this and that, and it was. I was like, could this be my life? But then I just realized, you know, my purpose is much mm-hmm. bigger than that, and. I just want to get closer to my purpose and what God's will is for my life. And that's all that I really cared about, to be honest. Right. (laughs) That's how you actively keep yourself out of, like, creating situations, right? It's just like, okay, like, your path isn't creating situations. It's, like, doing what you're meant to do, right? Right, right. Yeah, I want to – I just want to pursue my dreams and fulfill – I want to be able to – when I'm on my deathbed, when I'm 90 – I just want to be able to say that I fulfilled my purpose and I did what God mm-hmm. wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, brought so many people to the light and, mm-hmm. you know, that's all I, if I can do that, then I'll, I'll be happy. Light worker. Yeah. <laughs> light worker. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I asked you earlier, what was the first time in your mm-hmm. life that you remember like turning your pain into like creativity or like channeling it through that mm-hmm. and like creating was it like after your first heartbreak or was it like when you were a kid or well I don't think I really knew how to do that quite yet as a kid mm-hmm. uh, I think I mean I wrote poetry here and there mm-hmm. you know I started with poetry mm-hmm. um, since when I was around around the time I graduated from high school mm-hmm. and then so I would for my first breakup, kind of formulate those feelings into poetry. And then I didn't really understand that my art could be capitalized on or I could, you know, formulate it into something, like, professional and have the drive mm-hmm. to do that Yeah. until after my second breakup. Really? Yeah, I didn't really understand that art is something that you can actually... If you have the drive, mm-hmm. you can actually make it something... Lucrative. Right, right. I didn't, I thought art was just something to kind of help me through my Mm -hmm. situations and just me put a name to my situations or help me understand them better. But then I understood, I'm like, okay, no, there's other people that are going through this too. Mm -hmm. There's other people that can relate to this, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think just recently, probably in 2020, I started Mm -hmm. realizing that the pain can be something for to share with the world it can mm-hmm. you know i feel you could turn it into something right and i'm not me. i'm just being kind of selfish if i just keep it for myself yeah you know in that way because how, how do you <clears throat> go about being vulnerable like that though because that's mm-hmm. what stops some people from doing it it's like absolutely why does anyone yeah why should anyone know about this like deeply personal thing so like what keeps you being like I can say this or do this or I want to. Um, like with the, for this album, yeah. Because you're kind of what you're probably putting it all out I am. on the line. I really am <laughs> putting it all this on is the like line. Life's work. It is my and life's work. Every yeah. heartbreak has fed into it is the yeah. uh, the tracklist of it and the sound of it. So it's like that's the most personal it thing is. it's like basically being like hey here's, here's my, my soul yeah like here's it in yeah. audio form yeah. I, right <laughs> no it physically feels like i'm holding my heart in my hand and it's just bleeding all over me and i'm just like to the world like here you go this is everything i've got like here Jesus. it is you know mm-hmm. I, that's what it feels like 
I mean, I a lot of times I fight with my. You stop and you just are like, maybe this is dumb. Of course. (laughs) How do you fight through that? What is it that gets you to be like, no? I just really just reminding myself that God wouldn't have led me to this path if it wasn't for a reason, and I have Mm -hmm. to fight through it because I know that this is my purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to. I can't listen to those negative thoughts or that negative inner dialogue because. I, it's getting me closer to my purpose, and I just have mm-hmm. to trust that and know yeah. that. I mean, that's that's all I can do because, of course, that inner dialogue comes up. It's like, what, how do I think I'm good enough to do this? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. You know, that's me. But, I'm always like, yeah. no one cares right. about this thing. But the thing is, is that if, there will be people out there who are going to. I mean, you might not be, mm-hmm. you know, Ariana Grande or mm-hmm. you know, right or someone Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. but at least there'll be people out there who will relate to it. Mm-hmm. And if I can just help one person or a handful of people go through a heartbreak and be like, mm-hmm. okay, someone else has been through this. Someone else has felt this and how right. did they get through it? And what did they do to survive? Because at that point, when you go through heartbreak, it really mm-hmm. is a matter of fucking surviving. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about, we just talked about this a little earlier. I mean, there's nights where you're like, you know, hyperventilating and you don't mm-hmm. know if you're going to make it and you're just praying like please like I just help me through this night help me through this night like mm-hmm. I if I can help anyone understand that it's possible to get through it and not only get through it but to thrive off of that shit mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll be content yeah damn yeah going back to the music thing when I oh, I never finished my story earlier but when I was um moving to it was like 2013 I moved to Long Beach because my we were getting evicted in like Orange County. So I moved to Long Beach like the night of winter formal. And I remember it's like I had just gotten to like where I wanted to be at my school, like like socially. And then I had to move. And then I remember when I was getting evicted, I had bought with my own money because someone like gave me twenty dollars randomly I bought with my own money Justin's Believe acoustic album Mm. and I remember when we got evicted I came back to my apartment and we didn't have any furniture but my mom still had like the CD player like plugged Mm. in so I remember I would just like listen to that with like both speakers by my ears because it had like two speakers so I would just like listen to it like yeah for the first time in that player and I remember I remember being so suicidal and sad and just like just down Mm. bad as like a 15 year old that listening to that album was like, okay, like literally his voice is the only reason why I'm like still going yeah. like this music, his music, music right. in general. And I knew in that moment, like I want to be this for people. Yes. Like I want to give someone an escape to mm-hmm. feel like life is worth like living and yeah. like to keep going. Definitely. Cause it's like, damn, like Justin didn't know when he was like doing his believe right. stick that it right. would help on that level. But yeah. it's like. I, like, straight up haven't killed myself just in hopes of being able to make music or being able to meet him. Right. So I feel like giving people that is, like, priceless. Like, yeah. right? It's, like, the only really thing is. that is worth giving to the world almost. It really is. So it's, like, damn. So I guess, yeah, damn. that is something that, like, could drive you. But... Definitely. And there was so much that was left unsaid with my last relationship Mm-hmm. Because we just kind of blocked each other and, like, never talked again. Because, Damn. you know, he, you know, found a new girlfriend, like, two mm-hmm. days later or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, there was Do so... Do you think that drives you, like, every day to be like, my truth needs to be yeah. heard? No, I mean, you're going to fucking hear what I have to say if I have to put yeah. it out for the world to fucking hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I feel like sometimes I... 
I feel about my music and mm-hmm. it, it is a very vulnerable thing but it's like if you're not gonna listen to what I have to say with just us talking about it mm-hmm. then I'm gonna get it out of my system in some way mm-hmm. and to be honest I feel like making this album has been such a cathartic it has healed me so Damn. much because I got everything off my chest that yeah, I needed you, to say I've noticed that with writing music it's like once you cry and write the thing it doesn't have power over it you doesn't, anymore, right? It doesn't. You're like, that's done. Yep. It's a yep. song now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. it's good. No, like, that's, it makes me want to yeah. write more. That's the yeah. one thing that I'm like, oh, i got to write yeah. like a fucking EP tonight. Yeah. But sometimes when yeah. you're like down bad. Definitely. Um, How, okay, do you know, Do you, are you able to say the name of the album? Yeah. It's called Andromeda. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you told me. Oh, yes. shit. And you know why it's called yeah. Andromeda. I don't know if we have enough time to go into that. But Yeah, we have about 15 minutes to bang it out. Okay. All Let's right. just... Yeah, I mean, we're already at an hour, but we'll give you a few... We're going to talk about the album and then close it out. Okay. Um. Well, Andromeda, because our spiritual advisor mm-hmm. that we talked to... Um, basically gave me a past life regression reading mm-hmm. just told me that my soul is not from this galaxy it's from andromeda and mm-hmm. i'm sure people are going to think i'm crazy for saying and it's this like, who cares i know even if yeah. even if it's hogwash it's a great concept for an album right fuck it right <laughs> and if i didn't get anything else out of it i got a fucking album name yeah so, yeah I, but it was like when she said it it was like I, my soul knew exactly what she was saying because i felt like i had been traveling every night in my mm-hmm. dreams to like another dimension mm-hmm. and because I had really vivid dreams mm-hmm. I'm sure you can relate but I didn't know I'm like I feel like I'm traveling I'm going somewhere in my mm-hmm. dreams and I think what I was doing my soul was doing is like I'm living this earth life but I'm visiting home mm-hmm. in my dreams mm-hmm. so um, I decided to name it that because I felt like it was getting in touch with my true self and mm-hmm. Um, this it's kind of like you landing on Earth for the first time, being like, "This is what who I yeah. am." Yeah, that's wild. I know. Do you know how many tracks are on the album? Yeah, so, so it's um an intro, uh, two songs, an interlude, two songs, and an outro. So it was that like seven? eight, seven. Eight? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I'm math. I'm I mean, like, two. I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> intro. <laughs> okay, okay. So we have intro, two songs, uh, interlude. Two songs. Seven songs. Seven songs. Nice, <laughs> No, it's seven perfect. That's my life path number. I mean, it's probably your life path number. Yeah. I have, I think ta- I have seven tattooed on my... That was my first tattoo. You can't see it anymore. All of it. <laughs> but, um, uh, what was I going to say? How... When did you start your writing process? Like, like, have you had poems and songs from years ago that you were like, let's, like, work on this? Or was it just, like, one day you're like, let's start writing it? Um, it wasn't, like, a full... I knew I wanted to make a body of work because mm-hmm. I've just released singles up until now. And Are those singles on it? No. T. There's only one. On it. <laughs> yeah. Past Life? Past Life okay, Lover. Tea. Yeah. Which, yeah, you know the, the yeah. story behind that. But, oh, fuck. Um, which isn't about my ex at all, but for the record. Damn. But, um, yeah, so I, I didn't know. I wanted to make a full body of work. I didn't know what it was going to be called. I didn't know what the concept was going to be, but Past Life Lover was the first song off mm-hmm. of the EP. And I liked the way it sounded. It has that, like, very, like, kind of spacey. Ethereal. Yeah, spacey, yeah. psychedelic mm-hmm. kind of sound. I was like, when I made that. Yeah. yeah, when I made that. I like, just literally, when I when I think about the song, <laughs> I'm thinking about me on acid in the tent, like, looking at the stars, tripping, ball, like, 
<laughs> I like <laughs> it's so fun. Like I remember I was telling you like when you were playing, oh, I was you were up in the rock. you were up in the rock, yes. and I was just like literally where in the universe? Like where is she? It's like playing this. I was like, is she over there? Like it felt like the whole like Joshua Tree was just playing it, and I was like, and like. The, the song itself is like slowed down a little bit yeah or at least when yep. i was tripping it sounded like that yeah and then your voice was like echoing and i could like hear the layers like yeah. in the song and i was just like this is so fun well i didn't realize that it was a trippy song honestly it's a trippy tripped. song i didn't know because like, i had never listened to it mm-hmm. on, when, when i was tripping did you go back and like remix it for the final version or you just left I, it i just left it as is because i feel like it's a good like i wanted to show like pay respects to like my for because the other songs on the album are obviously way better quality mm-hmm. way better just in terms of like the production yeah. values way better but mm-hmm. i wanted to like show okay this is like it's the first song after mm-hmm. the intro yeah so i wanted to like okay this it's is the like, first song on the album yeah okay so nice. it was like this is like how it started well it should start with past yeah. life because it's literally it's your past life yeah and then you're coming into so, this right, realm this That's new tea. thing yeah. what's the next do you know the name of the next song can you yeah, say it yeah yeah so the next song is called all for you um cute i know <laughs> so, yeah so it's featuring another artist named willis he's, he's really cool he pr- also produced it the whole album or just the song just that song cute and then goes into the interlude which he also produced mm-hmm. and um which is was just a freestyle it wasn't mm-hmm. like we he just had the beat i went in and i just kind of like said some shit yeah like that's fun sang some are stuff. those more fun than like writing something out i just recently started freestyling like in the booth and I, it feels so much more freeing because you don't feel any pressure mm-hmm. you don't feel it's hard because i mean there's some moments where i say stupid shit yeah you're like what you know it was like what even just came out of your <laughs> mouth right now ew that was gross right but you just have to realize you could just have fun with it because it's not going to keep any of that you know mm-hmm. so just sometimes all the shit has to get out so that way like the good shit can come mm-hmm. you know so you just kind of have to get out of your system to mm-hmm. let the real creative energy flow yeah you know do you ever feel like when you're writing you're trying so hard to like write something cool yeah and you're just I, like yeah i mean i kind of <laughs> felt that way about past life lover mm-hmm. but it was just like my experience so it was I felt like it was very true to, like, my heart. And, like, there's some songs that I've done where, like, I don't feel like it's as personal to me because I'm just trying to come up with a good hook or, like... Mm-hmm. But Past Like Lover was literally a story. Damn. So it's just, like... And I wrote it with, like, wine drunk. And That's literally what it feels <laughs> like, though, when you're listening to it. It feels like... Or at least it felt like when I was tripping. I was like, this is, like... <laughs> I don't even have the words for it. I just felt like... This is like a moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, if I were you, and like, I barely even remember the lyrics. I just remember like how it felt. And it just felt very like, it's not like a song about death or song like that, but yeah. it's more just like in your voice. It's like you're mourning. Yeah. Like the end of that past life mm-hmm. almost. Or like, right. I'm not there anymore, but right. I remember you. And yes. like, just the whole vibe. <laughs> like, yes. yes. I'm glad it made you feel that way. I love, like, hearing how other people feel about music. Yeah. So obviously, like, I feel a certain way about it because, mm-hmm. you know, I wrote it. So, it's, like, it's different to me, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I love hearing what other people feel in the moment because, you know, lyrics can be perceived as... Anything. Any, right. Yeah. You know, some people are going to... I mean, I wrote the song about Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. you know, like... Right. <laughs> and now we were lovers in a past life. But, I mean, so many people could just listen to it and 
make up all of these. That's what I love about music. Mm. You can draw your own conclusions and, mm -hmm. you know, it is such a, I feel like Past Life Lover is a song that a lot of people can um, yeah. draw different well, conclusions about, you know. Yeah, like, we all have our past lives, however many there are, the infinite amount, whatever. And then there literally are people that you meet that, like, like your soul family and your soulmates mm -hmm. and your twin flame where it's like, we literally have been doing this dance for eons, like, mm -hmm. since the beginning of time. Right. And I don't know if a lot of people, like, obviously right now in time, people aren't like, yeah, past lives. But, like, a lot of people low-key are like, yeah, past lives. Like, yeah. they know, like, they have that feeling right. of people where they're like, why do I, like, know, I know you? you. I know like, you. Like, I don't now know Now I understand the importance of them, when I meet someone, I'm like, I knew you in the past. Mm -hmm. like, right you can feel bat. it. You, you literally can literally know. feel it. Yeah, I'm like, you don't oh, just meet someone right off the bat and then... You're like, oh my god, it feels like we've known each other forever. Mm -hmm. That's not, like, it just doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, when everything you, is energetic. Yeah, when you meet someone and you, like, can't figure out where you know them from, that's when I know. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay. Because, yeah. like, there are people that I know where I'm like, I've never met you. This is the first time, obviously, you've ever right, met. Right. But then when you're just like, where, who are you? Yeah. Then it's like, yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. I feel like the more, the closer you, you get to your soul, the Absolutely. more you can just like, okay, yeah, period. Yeah, right off the bat, you know. Your Damn. soul knows. Mm-hmm. So all for you, what's mm -hmm. that? What's the vibe? Um, all for you is definitely more of a more trappy Cute. kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, that's the fun. I would say it's the fun song mm -hmm. on the album where it was just kind of like I wanted to make something about um, being in a situation with a guy where you don't care about you're you're so like into the dude and mm -hmm. lust and your emotions are flying that you'll risk it all for that oh, person. Yeah. You know, where you're just like, fuck it all. Like, I'll, ri I'll risk my career. I'll risk everything just to spend time with you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of what was the inspiration for that. It was like, you know, it's also being in like a spiritually sound place and then a guy coming in and kind of Fucking just, you up. yep, just <laughs> throwing it all out the window. But you're just so falling into it that you just don't care. Yeah. You know, it's like, it was, it's about that feeling. Have you heard All For You by Janet Jackson? No. It's one of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> um, it's just like... What is that? I mean, uh, I feel like I can't play it because it's right. copyright or whatever. But it's like... Um, it's just like a fun, dancey song. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like one of her biggest songs. Um, it's just like, tell me I'm the only one it's all for you. And like, yes. I don't know. So when you said all for you, I was like, yep. Because I already knew like the vibe right. of like that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's interesting. That's how I feel with relationships where I'm like literally. And I think, I think Sabrina Claudio has a song like that too, where it's just like when you're into someone, mm -hmm. you're like. I literally exist for right. you. Like, exactly. I will do anything. Right. Like, I'll be anything. And I hate that feeling because you know when it ends, it's going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Like, you know in the moment as you're feeling, you're like, fuck, this is literally going to fuck me. <laughs> yeah, ruin my life, literally. But you yeah. just don't care, you know? You're like, I'm feeling this. I'm in this right now. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. When you named it, was it based off of... The lyrics, like, is that the lyric you say the most? Is that the hook? Or is that the chorus? Or is it just, like, that's um, how you felt right while you're writing it? So, it's not the hook, but I guess it kind of is the hook. The song's not really, like, it's not too structured, like, mm -hmm. a, you know, normal, you know, uh, verse, hook, bridge, whatever. But um, I I don't know. It's just the, the lyric that stuck out to me the most. Right. When I listen to it. So is, is each song you have the same reasoning behind the name or does one song you're like, okay, this is obviously called this or do you have songs that are like 
oh, this I barely ever say this word, but this is what it is. Well, like one of my singles that I released, um, free throw. I mm-hmm. never say free. I only say free throw once. It's not yeah, the hook. yeah, okay. yeah. So I like the the chorus is like. Take it slow, just take it mm-hmm. slow. So I could have called it "Take It Slow," but I was like, "That's so Cliche. basic." Yeah, you know, it's like, and I mean, let me guess, right? What the song's yeah, called? Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is, yeah, right. So I mean, I tried to be a little bit more creative with the titles, but um, I mean, for the EP, like, there's a song on there also called like "Without You," and I was kind of like, okay. This is this like has been basic done, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, but the thing is, is that like it's such a different. Song like it's you know it's not what you think it's about yeah yeah right are the so, titles a big deal to you when you um, like when you put together the track list when you name them when you write them are you just like because some like I was actually listening to this podcast the other day where it was like sometimes songwriters and comedians they'll literally be like I want a joke about this and they haven't even written the joke yet and like for songwriters sometimes they'll be like I want a song with the title of this and then they'll write the thing to yeah. it so do you think it kind of like drives you in that way when you write or do you think you don't think about it to the end? Well, it, it just depends on the, the process. Like mm-hmm. with Andromeda, I knew that the EP was going to be called Andromeda. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I like made all the songs have like a very spacey mm-hmm. kind of past. Like, oh, like okay. That. So it's like almost a concept album. It, oh, yeah. No, it is. It is. <laughs> it's definitely a concept album. Yes. And, yes. I, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the best. I, I wanted to also, I'm going to make a short film. Of it yes. from start to finish. So there's a through so, line. There's definitely a through line. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like there's a story that goes in order. Yes. Almost. Oh my yes. god. So you have to listen to it in order. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love those intro my favorite outro. Yes, yes. Did it's you already like, shoot the cover art? Yes. The Dude. cover art is amazing. Okay. How do you go about <laughs> figuring out what you want it to be? Well, it's crazy because I saw this album. Before. In your head, I literally—it's already existed. it was a vision. You just were bringing it, was, it through. Yes, okay. yes. Period. Like when I saw the cover, when it was mm-hmm. like made and everything, because mm-hmm. I got an artist. To when do did it. you finish it? Um, it just got sent to me like two days ago. Oh my god! I know. So, so I, you really have to celebrate. I this know. Is like that's a bit. I can't even. I've <laughs> never been able to make any choice for myself ever. So I'm like, my biggest dread in life is choosing an album cover. Yeah. yeah. Like what could like? Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. You could like. Definitely. Go real abstract with it. You could right. have yourself not on it. It could yeah. just be a picture of you. Right. It could be you somewhere. It's like, how do yeah. you choose? So yeah. it's like, I don't fuck. think it, I really chose. I think it chose me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally saw it. It was, I envisioned it. Mm-hmm. I And then I was just like, okay, I need, I know I, I see it in my head. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I need to find people who can bring it to life. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, Did you draw it out? No, I didn't draw it notes? out, but I just... Yeah, I just gave notes. And, yeah. So when did you, did you, is it like a photo shoot that you did? Oh, it's, I don't want to give anything away. Okay, so the, it comes out because it, <laughs> no, the cover is like, you're not, it's dropping when it drops. You're not, you're, you're not like I promo might promo it, it a little bit. Okay. I, I'm trying to decide how I'm going to go about that because I did have a photo shoot with the same concept. Because this podcast, what, your album drops March 7th? Yes, Okay, T. Um, that's <laughs> dope because seven tracks, March seven. Yeah, well, I didn't even think it's about my that. it's my like favorite number. I did not so when even things align like that, that. I'm like, <laughs> wow, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean the reason why I dropped it on March seventh was because it was my ex and I's anniversary. That's uh, tea. Yeah, so I was like, it was already almost. You like, have to rewrite the story. You yeah, have to change no, that date. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. Because part of that 
Hot that day. Right, right. And I don't want to associate that day with way. that anymore. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to be the day that my album drops. That's you know? the best. So, and it was already going to come out. Like, I was trying to decide, like, maybe mid-February mm-hmm. or, um, you know, somewhere around there. But then I was like, okay, March is coming up. I think also it's a great number because 3, 7, 21. Yeah. 3 times 7 is 21, right? Mm. So... Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's like yeah. a powerful. It's like a day because <laughs> it's like 20, 21, 21 day. That's like almost an angel number. It like there's two twos, two ones. It like works. I'm like it just makes sense. Yes. <laughs> That's how you yes. know it's like okay, this is meant to be aligned. You got it sent to you, and like, what did you think when you saw it? When you were like, oh my god, this is it. I just. Do you I really like the photo so though? Because you, if this album becomes what you want it to be like this is the most almost important cover i know <laughs> i know i know i know <laughs> do you think about that yeah you're like i'm gonna no. be have to look at but, this photo for the rest of my life and i i almost started crying when i when i got it really yeah i it was just exactly what i had in my head Damn. it was just like someone took it out of my brain that's perfect and yeah. literally just like put it on paper mm-hmm. so that's why i'm I did think about that. I'm like, I think about like Jean Aiko's like yeah. first stuff, and I'm like, I, it kind of gives me like those kinds of vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think about like, you know, you'll have to be associated with that yeah. album cover. You're creating a universe, and this is the movie poster. I know. Right? Yeah. Or like, this is definitely. This is like the person that you're also like telling people that you are, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever right. the photo is. Because I think about albums where it's like album Beyonce or. Zendaya's album called Zendaya it's like when it's like a title mm-hmm. of your own name and it's just like a photo of them I'm like that is more pressure to me it seems than like creating something because it's like I can barely post a selfie on Instagram mm-hmm. I can barely choose so right. how do you choose yeah because I'm indecisive so it's something to represent yeah that would definitely probably scare me a little bit too because then it's like oh this, this is just my face me. yeah 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 you know so how did you go back and forth with yourself while designing it? Like, no, it can't be that. No. Or was it just like, no, this is it. And we're going to make it. Period. I think it was, I had dream. I just knew what I wanted. It was just like instant. Period. It was the cover. That's was just what best. it was. And yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. I just like knew in my, I, I literally best. saw it in my head. And then when I saw it brought to life, I was like, I have dreamed about this. I know that mm-hmm. like, this is like exactly what I had been seeing this whole time, mm-hmm. and it was just it. I don't know. <laughs> it was <laughs> just like, it. This is it. Yeah. Okay, so you have no qualms. You feel great about it. I, That's the I best. Feel, I feel great. The only thing that I'm a little worried about is maybe the, um, you know, I am calling out some situations. <gasps> in the photo? No, 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 not the photo. Oh, the in album, the album. The album. Okay, the album. Okay, okay, okay. No, I, I thought you meant, like, as in the album as a whole. I... I am a little worried because are you worried? I'm being I'm it's vulnerable. It's, it's very so, I, that's that's my thing. Is it's that I'm like so vulnerable, and I <laughs> I sent you one of the the songs. Yeah, if I because yes. I have songs written where I'm like I literally can't even re- ever release this because it's like I don't want people to like even speculate or wonder or if the yeah. person that it's about kind of hears it and they're like they oh know this is about, about me. Right. Then I'm like, are they gonna think that I'm like? Starting beef right. or like right, right. attention well, or like exactly. using them for right. whatever. No, like, right. But, but I mean, it's my pain and I get to decide it. Mm-hmm. Kind of what Justin Bieber said about Selena Gomez when, mm-hmm. you know, it came out like, oh, how do you feel about Selena making 
songs about you all the time and she's entitled to do whatever the fuck she wants. He said that? Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, she says she can do whatever she wants with her pain. That's Mm -hmm. her pain that she feels and she can do whatever. That's, it has nothing to do with him. Thank God he's like that. What if he was like, okay, I'm like sidebar, Justin Timberlake. (laughs) No, just, just, I read this thread on Twitter the other day about how like Justin Timberlake just slandered Britney Spears in the media like for years and like he's just so, like such a fucking dick in any interview. He's just like shading her and shading her. It's like you were her first love, bro. Yeah. Like, let her become the world icon she is, and stop mm-hmm. being like a salty bitch. Yeah. Like, just whatever. Right. So, yeah, it's like if I don't know. Yeah, if Justin had anything to say, and also he's like he regrets probably all the things he put her through. So it's like the least she can do is profit off of yeah. this. Yeah. The yeah. least she can do. Yeah. And um, I mean, for wow. me, it's not even like profiting off of it. Like. She's expressing. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, I really needed to to make this, I think, to mm-hmm. come to terms with a lot of things because I felt mm-hmm. silenced in a way. I wasn't able to find closure in mm-hmm. the situation. It just kind of ended. So this is my closure. Yeah. In a this way. is your rare album. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So do you ever think about once it's out and it's playing in people's ears and my voice is in people's minds? And people are kind of giving power to my words. Do you ever wonder how it'll feel Mm. or if it'll affect like the way, like, I don't know. Mm. I think about it a lot Yeah. because obviously like speaking and singing, it's like we create our universe mainly with by like the words that we speak and things like that. So I always just wonder like if someone is like reliving their pain through my voice and through my sound, like. I don't know, like, is it going to change the way the song sounds or feels? Because mm. for you, only you've really heard it. Right. But, like, once it goes out there, it becomes other it other people own it at yeah. that point. Like, right. it becomes, I like, mean, I have felt kind of selfish in that way. With and it. you're like, I don't want to I'm like, here. maybe I won't even release it. <laughs> it's just, like, when I'm in the car listening to it and I'm, like, about to you're go. You're like, this is my shit. I'm about to go off. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, this is mine. This mm-hmm. is my song, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, but then I'm like, no, okay, it was, like, meant to be shared with the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's obviously people who are going to hate my music. Mm-hmm. There's obviously people who are going to love it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, like I said earlier, you know, I just want, if it can help anyone understand, like, the healing process and, mm-hmm. like, how you can really come out on top yeah. from the healing process and, like, all of that doesn't go in vain. Mm-hmm. Like, your blessings will be multiplied by the... The, mm-hmm. the things you go through, the things that were done to you, yeah. you know? And I, like I said, I wouldn't change anything that I went through for anything because I wouldn't have gotten this art out of it yeah. if I didn't go through it. Damn. You know? Wait, so you're done writing the album? Yeah. Oh my done. God. When did it, when did you finish it? So I finished it, um, I guess, was it a week ago from last Saturday? So a little, like week and a half. Oh my God. A week and a half ago. It's I just like hot off the presses at this point. I know. It's not even out, but like, I know. this is like, this is the final, final touches. Damn. Um, I did the intro and outro and I cried in the booth. No way. Singing it because I was just like, okay, this is like, this is it, you know, this isn't, you know, yeah. putting pieces together anymore. This is like the cherry on top. This is bringing it all mm-hmm. together, you know? Yeah. So it was did your whole life thus far flash from your yeah, eyes? Yeah, no, it did. It did. And I was in there singing the outro. Like, I was in New York, and I was I know. Like, what? Like, did you I think know, about everything? I did. I was like, I'm really out here right now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here right now. Like, 
in doing, a fucking booth yeah, finishing yeah, yeah. off my first ever album. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is fucking crazy. And you put all your own money into it, essentially. I did, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. How was there a process behind that, like financing this project, or was it just everything you do is for this? Um, well, I just like saved up mm-hmm. to like to finance it. I mean, it's an investment, you know, yeah. like with anything like you you have to invest so that, and I just have to trust that it'll mm-hmm. be multiplied, you know, Damn. eventually. Damn. You're investing in yourself, you know? Yeah. And I'd rather invest in that than, and, you know, yeah. a designer bag or, you yeah, know, yeah, some yeah, of yeah, these yeah, people, yeah. what these people care about. I would right. Care about. When did you start the writing process for it? Well, it started with Past, past Life Lover. Past Life Lover. And then really just, it was never like, oh, okay, I'm going to sit down and, like, write this album. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of, a lot of when I was feeling a certain way about something and mm-hmm. when I was going through a specific thing in like the process of healing mm-hmm. I sat down and sometimes the only thing that I could do was write yeah like there was there's no I knew the only thing that would make me feel better is getting it on paper kind of like how mm-hmm. you were saying earlier but so there was never really like a moment where I was just like okay I'm gonna sit down and write this entire EP it was just going through like one of the songs I wrote on a plane that's lit. You know? That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Because it's like, this is just how you're feeling in the moment and you're going through life. And yeah, I feel like the best songs are written in the shower, right when you wake up from a dream. Yeah. And like, while Absolutely. you're just doing random shit. Like, what do you do when you're out in the world and you're like, oh shit, do you just go to your notes app or do you yeah. have a physical journal? Well, see, I always regret it. A lot of times I'll have an idea. And you just don't write it down. And I don't write I'll, it down. I'll remember and it. I it's like, no. It. And you will not remember it. But you will just, remember if it. If anyone is listening out there, write that shit down yeah. fucking immediately. And yeah. I've, I've, I've learned lately to trust my intuition in that way. Mm-hmm. And like anytime I have an idea, I don't care where I am. I don't care if I'm driving. I don't mm-hmm. care if I'm at work. I have, like, I literally was at work the other day, and I, like, went to the back, literally, because mm-hmm. I had an idea for a song, I was like, I have to get this out right now. Period. Like, so, yeah, you, you can, yeah. you have to listen to your intuition. When I started do, writing stand-up, I would literally take this little thing, and I would be at the host stand, like, just waiting for guests to come up and <laughs> writing jokes, and I would just shove it in the drawer, yeah. and I wrote, so, like, I wrote, like, a Netflix special at the podium at my work. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> and that's, like, the best, because... If I wasn't right, if I didn't have the journal, I would just be standing there thinking of funny shit right. that I will never remember. And it's like, right. that's the best shit. The easiest shit, the best shit is actually the thing that comes to you the easiest. Because right. when you have to sit there and like think about shit and like, how do I be clever? It's just like, it just, it's not as special as that thing that no. just comes, comes through. To you. And you're just yeah. like, <gasps> you're like, I have to get this done. Yeah, you're like, I got So that's the best thing I could think I could have ever realized, which I realized, I think maybe even like, end of last year this year was like damn anything that i idea i have i don't care where i am mm-hmm. i have to and of course there's moments where i don't listen and then i think oh yeah i'll remember it later mm-hmm. and then i don't and then yeah. i'm like dude what, what if that was, was the one i know I'm like what, what if, if that, that was a hit yeah. song what like- if that one would have made me go platinum <laughs> bitch fuck yeah i think that's why artists uh they get kind of really fucking serious about it i remember when i was working at the studio my uh, co-worker was telling me about the lead singer of R.E.M. He he was like, he never, you know, studied music or did anything specific for songwriting. He just literally would take inspiration from, like, anywhere. Mm. And he always had a notebook with him. And that's, he told me in the studio, he's like, always have a notebook with you. Yeah. Always have a pen and a notebook. Because you never know when someone's going to even say something yeah. to you that becomes a huge lyric. Like, I think a lyric from one of R.E.M.'s songs is from when he was at a diner, like somewhere at the side of the road, middle of nowhere. And I guess 
a waitress came up and said he looked like, I'm going to misquote this, but he said he looked like a mile of open road or said something <laughs> to him, like, you look like something, 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 yeah. and he, he was like, that's great, and like, yeah. he just wrote it down, so it's like, sometimes other people will give you the lyrics, Ideas. sometimes you'll hear a conversation and be like, that's yeah. the best, right. you're like, what right. are they saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's just like, it's all about literally just being open, creatively open, no, open channel to that shit. Because it just becomes so easy that way. It really does. Okay, so All For You, it's like a trap fun song. Okay, that's a, another question. Do you have more fun writing from a place of sadness or a place of happiness? Definitely a place of sadness. Damn, uh, Pisces but I am just a tragedy. <laughs> tragedian in that way like I always my acting teacher would say like Sunny like you're just a tragedian what does that mean I'm basically the opposite of comedian really yeah so like, no fucking way yes you're yes, joking I swear because I was tragedian so, yeah how do you spell that it's like T oh tragedy yeah okay holy yeah. fuck yeah so he he because I was so good at you the, would choose like dark monologues right and okay. I was so good at the dark shit but like comedy I'd be like uh I don't know because <laughs> I'm just like I love diving into sad dark Scorpio places rising. I love going into <laughs> that I know I know yeah I love going there do you think it's because like in life we're so conditioned to like not be that way so when you're there it's like well this is the truth of humanity yeah. this is who people yeah. really are yeah and i think it's and never maybe what this is what i really am and i'm not wearing Damn. any masks or anything so i can just get you know channel it in mm. some way yeah you know? damn okay so when you're feeling happy you don't really think oh i need to write a song or do you just think oh i can write a song about this yeah. fun thing yeah i mean it doesn't come as fluidly as, as the sad, sad shit stuff. damn yeah <laughs> i mean I, hopefully eventually i get i mean it can change to the place right yeah. right where it does but i i don't know i mean i'm trying to i feel like that's how you purge though right mm -hmm. by being like okay here's all my dark shit and let's like bring it out and like right. put it away that's it yeah exactly damn. and that and i told myself you know i'm not gonna write uh, any more songs about this individual i mean if it comes mm -hmm. you know i'm not gonna like block it out mm -hmm. but i want this to be like the closing chapter oh you yeah, know, yeah i want yeah. this to oh, be, like yeah. I'm, right like i'm putting <laughs> it to bed no more songs need to be made about this person yeah i yeah, can yeah. move on and start making songs about new mm -hmm. stuff okay know? what's the fifth song called or all, after um, so all after all for you it goes into um the interlude which is here i stand cute i know yes <laughs> and it's like super oh, god it's the intro, interlude, and outro are very, very, like, vulnerable, personal, and yeah. just, like, you know, it's really like just diary deep notes, and almost. kind of, yeah, it's just, like, very deep and, and really raw, mm -hmm. and just really touching, too. Really? You know? Yeah. So, I really like um, the interlude. It's, it's really cool. It's, like, maybe, like, almost two minutes long. Cute. Um, I love a short song. Loki yeah. short songs. Yeah, the hot take, the they're the better yeah, ones. Yeah, they really are. Songs are like, it doesn't drag on. You're just like, yes. this is the right amount, and then you want to replay it. Yeah. It's more streams. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, no, songs are like five minutes or six minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I tuned out two yeah. minutes and 30 seconds in anyway. So, and. Well, people's attention spans are just so yeah, short yeah, yeah. now. With Damn. All fuck. Yeah. Did that come into your mind when you were making it, though? Like, what, am, what are people going to want? Like, did you go into it at all, or do you have any songs where you're like, people are going to make TikToks to this? <laughs> or I, I want people to make TikToks to this I one. don't really know, like, what the basis of TikTok really is. You don't? I mean, I do. Like, I, okay. know, I, I get the whole gist, but I don't know, like, what type of songs, like, people would make 
TikToks too. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't in my head to go like, oh, okay, this is a TikTok song. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really know what that is because I don't really, I don't go on there. Mm-hmm. You know, are I you planning like, on doing TikToks? I think you should. I know everyone's telling me you I should. You should just fucking just dress up like you're from Andromeda and just like bang out some concepts. Yeah. And just like create stupid choreography. It's all about like the stupid choreography yeah. and like a catchy part of a song that people will relate to and like. Yeah. Um, or you, yeah, you can actually integrate your music in so many different ways. Um, like even with like the music video, you could just post a portion of the music video to TikTok, and like that becomes its own. Like there's a lot, (laughs) and every view is a stream if your song's on it. You know? Oh really? Yeah, it changed the music industry, TikTok, because literally. Uh, the less I know, the better. By Tim and Paula, it yeah. literally went platinum this last year because of, of it TikTok. went uh, TikTok. Wow! It's like it's been out for five years. Yeah. And it went platinum now because yeah. a bunch of fit, like wow. fifteen year olds are like, yeah. yeah. So right. it's like right. you never know. Like even Paramore, Paramore went back into the top one hundred because yeah. people, fans were making TikToks about Crush, 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 or what's that song? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking uh, bu- misery business, like whatever, like. You never know. Mm-hmm. So it's like TikTok's a huge fucking thing. So you didn't think about it when you were making it? Like, oh, like this could be a TikTok thing or no? No. I Damn. didn't. I, I didn't really think about that. I just tried to like stay true to myself as much right. as possible. Which is the better think, thing to do. Right. Because honestly, there are albums that came out around around day in the oh. last <laughs> six, seven months where yeah. I'm like, you just, this Made is a this TikTok, TikTok song. TikTok. Yeah. Period. Right. Right. And I don't, I don't want to just do it. You want that. it to be timeless. I, I think, right. And I think mm-hmm. things will come mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to, obviously after the, this creative process, I'll mm-hmm. probably dive into some of that stuff, right. like promo stuff for, with TikTok, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to make music just for to TikTok. go viral yeah yeah like i'm that doesn't really interest me and i think if it's if i do put my heart and soul behind it that it'll have its time is it crazy to you that it's like you're creating a part of your soul that is immortal mm. wow i never even, even thought about it that way to be honest even yeah even, even if you died forever. like how, like in a year or right. whenever well, knock on wood, I'm not trying to die. Right, knock on Pink Page Yeah, who knows? I'm 23. Oh. Selena died at 23. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's so. like, that's oh, the one thing. I'm like thing. counting down to my 24th. Whole, <laughs> <laughs> we need to make a whole episode just on that. Oh, honestly. shit. No, yeah. but that's the thing. I'm like, not only is this your soul mm-hmm. and your heart and all your inner workings, but it's also going to be indestructible at that right. point. Yeah, it'll always be out there. It'll mm-hmm. always be there. Yeah, of course. It's gonna live on. Yeah, it really will. Oh my I god! Mean, I was, I but it's your legacy. Like, yeah. you're leaving something. Mm-hmm. If if you do anything in life, you left something mm-hmm. that is who you really are. Right. Which is wild. Does it feel like gnarly being that exposed, or like you're gonna be yeah. like that perceivable in like your closest or like in your most vulnerable yeah. state? Does that scare you? Of course. Or is it exciting? It's both. I definitely both. I I get kind of nervous about it. I mean, I just think I don't. I one of my big fears is like just worrying about what people think about me and stuff like that. Right? Are you thinking? But like, not to the point where it's like debilitating. Mm-hmm. You know, I I do care what people think, but I'm not gonna let it stop me from doing mm-hmm. what I want to do. But I what mean, do you I, think the people you grew up with? <laughs> those people were laughing at me in math class. Yeah, um, like do you like as a part of you like. Yes! Oh, hell fucking yeah. Dude, I, there's, when I listened to the song I sent you without mm-hmm. you, which is um, the last um, Okay, song. that's what I've been like waiting to ask you about this. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm just like, uh, my thing is like, are you 
is a part of you like scared at all that you're like ruffling some feathers or that you're like bringing some shit? Oh. Like, what do you th- or do you think like yeah? Like no, or no. Like, I like, wish I could be that. Like fuck you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's the ultimate fuck you song. Yeah, you know it. It really is. But I, of course, yeah, I'm a little worried about the <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little like, worried. Am I going to break up a marriage? <laughs> Maybe possibly. Fuck. But I don't know. It's it's just, I, I'm, I'm going to go all in, be fearless with it. I mean, there's, what the fuck are they going to do? I mean, like, sue me, like, or show up at my doorstep or make another, a diss track back at me that'll do you be... think you could be sued did you go through legal at all I, with this, I didn't or? I didn't um so we'll see what happens I, I, <laughs> looked, no, fucking I, looked, I googled it because I wanted to know I don't want to spoil it though right. I don't want to like tell what's gonna happen but you know the piece that I the pieces that I used I I looked it up and you know voicemails are your property at that point it's like they're it. giving yeah you that. that's your they're basically <laughs> yeah. saying send, it to you. Yeah. to you right. um i was literally thinking this on my way home i was like people don't fucking send voicemails anymore <laughs> <laughs> because they're scared of me <laughs> like fucking you're being fucking exposed i'm like i want to be no sample don't fucking uh, <laughs> but i wish people still did it yeah because i don't have like i have like no voicemails from anyone <laughs> i mean i do but None from people that I could ever fucking make a song about. So it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I just like, mm. um, I was like, I had not listened to any of those. And mm-hmm. when I heard them, I was like, I was like, I need something. Was the song written before you added it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. How did you choose? Like, this is the one. Well, I mean, this matches. We went through a few different, I think I sent you mm-hmm. a few different ones. And I was like, okay, I, this needs, I was like, I knew I wanted a song where I was going to sample something or kind of like an mm-hmm. in my head like Ariana Grande kind mm-hmm. of vibe. I knew I wanted something like that mm-hmm. on the album. So I went through like my voice memos. Originally I was going to do like just a voice memo because like mm-hmm. a lot of times if I have idea ideas for songs, mm-hmm. then I'll just go on my voice memo and like say something or mm-hmm. um, record myself singing a little line. Or So I was going to maybe sample something from that. Yeah. But then um, I saw it found the voicemail and then I was like, okay, no, wait, this is really, and it <laughs> goes with the song. Yeah. So I was like, Okay, I think I'm just gonna go for it Damn. and just fuck it, you know. And it's it's crazy because um, without you actually was spo- it it was actually gonna be a I mean I guess I can say this now but it was gonna be uh, like a I don't even know what you would call it but basically I was going to make it cry me a river like the mm. chorus was gonna be cry me a river but then my like producer, a sample not not even a sample it was just gonna be singing cry me a river oh yeah so basically it was like. I guess maybe one day I'll release the original, because um, I changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I changed it, it completely, because um, it was, um, uh, you can go ahead and cry me a river. That oh, was yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was kind of like a response track yeah, yeah, to yeah. cry me a river, but then my producer was kind of like, you know, that's kind of like, I don't want you to get sued. Yeah, like, you know, it's you, touchy. I don't wanna, yeah. Especially because Justin Timberlake's a fucking dick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, which I didn't know before. You. Yeah, yeah so. no, he's not. He literally, I'm like, sidebar, he's so, like, I, he's like a colonizer in the music industry. He literally bought all the rights to Michael Jackson's music after he died. So I'm like, that's gross to me. Yeah. It's like, why do you have the need to own that guy's work? Yeah. Like, you're not, you didn't yeah. make it. What's yeah. the fucking deal? And I didn't even know that. Yeah, there's, time. it's crazy. And so, and even, like, with Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl when he ripped her, like, bra thing off, like, 
she literally was like blacklisted in the industry. Like her record label didn't promote her album, and wow. it's like he didn't stand up for her. He didn't protect her as a white man. Like he didn't wow. do any of. He just was like crash and burn, you guys. I'm justified. Wow. And I'm like fuck you. And yeah. he didn't sign Justin. He like, and I think about that. How just if. Justin chose Justin instead of Usher, how the music industry would just be, everything would be different as we know. Yeah. You probably wouldn't even be able to be an artist probably. because it's like Justin paved the way for no, like a regular person to yeah, like he did. do it. He so did. it's just like, absolutely. <laughs> so I think Justin Timberlake has been salty for years because he was the first Justin. Mm-hmm. Like I'm Justin, right. you know, I'm the like right. white, like wannabe, yeah. whatever type guy. And then Justin rebranded Justin. Yeah, no, he did. And, and I Absolutely. think he literally didn't, they didn't sign with him, I think, for that reason of like, no, you're not going to like yeah. overshadow yeah. me or right. eclipse me at all. Right. But who really wins in the end, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, okay, yeah, maybe a good idea was not the whole Crimey River thing, but great idea. Yeah. Because I'm like, Justified is his first solo album. That's yeah. what Crimey River was on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. iconic though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I'm like thinking one day when I make it big, Manifesting. Yeah. Um, I will, You can just ask him. Like, oh, my Yeah. Just, yeah. And then his, my label like, can talk to his label. Yeah. And then we'll be like, okay, let's clear it. You no know? one's like... And then I'll remake it. Yeah, no one's we, really sampled Justin yet. Justin Timberlake, his yeah. early shit. So I'm yeah. like... Yeah. I'm like, it should well, be done. See, I, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I hope no one takes a step Yeah, like, I'm like, saying it out loud. I, like, we can cut it. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, once you say it... You can literally yeah. like be like, yeah. that's my that's intellectual my property bitch. Right, right, so yeah. Right, right. Definitely. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. So it's done. Oh, the song's done, right? Mm-hmm. Without is it without you? Yeah. Okay, when you finished it, were you just like, oh shit? Like, yeah. are you nervous about it still? I am still, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm nervous about it, but I feel like that's the one song that I was like, this is like what I needed. I like, yeah, needed yeah, yeah. to like get this off my chest. Is, I needed to <laughs> put this out. You know, uh-huh. is a part of you a little bit excited for everyone to like know what you went through? Not excited. I mean, but like, I mean, let me rephrase scared, that. Are honestly. you excited for people to know who he is? Like how he is. I mean, I don't want like I was going to try and I don't want to play him on blast. Yeah, you know? like, yeah that's yeah. not my intention. I don't want. You know, that wasn't, like, the whole point of the I song. I just mean, you think he will realize what he's done? Or, like, rethink, like, why the fuck? Yeah. Like, do you think he'll be like, who even is that? I think he... Because <laughs> that's, like, if you think about it, this is, like, it's almost like uh, someone's shadow talking. It's not really, yeah. like, obviously yeah, their higher then, self. And but it's, like... Well, and he literally, basically told himself that I was this monster. Right. I was... He was a victim and this and that, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, and I'm sure he still tells himself that mm-hmm. to this day to try and get over it, right? You know? And I'm sure he tells her that, mm-hmm. you know. So, but it'll bring clarity. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You're like, and this then, is and, what was good, and, exactly. And if he does hear it, then he'll be like, hopefully, it's a reality mm-hmm. check. That's so satisfying. If know? I literally had tea like <laughs> that, and I like, you know, made a song and whatever, I would be, I would feel so vindicated. I would feel so like. This is my, like I don't know. Do you feel that way? Yeah, or you just like <laughs> yeah. No, straight up, straight up. Is that yeah. how you feel when you found the the memos? You're just like, yeah. oh my god. Well, like when I listened to it and then I because you, hear the you drop. said you didn't you didn't hear them for like a year. Yeah, no, I didn't. I never. So it's almost to them like he would go in this manic rampage right. and just 
leave all these voicemails on my phone. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was like, I'm not fucking listening to this three-minute voicemail mm -hmm. of him going crazy on me, telling mm -hmm. me how terrible I am. And but it was, like, low-key a blessing it in really, the future. It really was. Because you're like, wait, yeah. this literally completes... It's perfect yeah. song material. So. Damn. Okay, yeah. so when the beat drops, you said... I mean, I just, like, when I'm in the car and I'm listening to it and then I hear the beginning and then the beat drops, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. this is... I literally start like cheering, like really? straight up. I'm like, yes, like this is everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I could have, and also like I played it for some of my friends yesterday, like a little unreleased, little listening mm -hmm. sesh kind of vibe, and um, everyone was like, what the, f like everyone was going crazy, like, mm -hmm. and it was getting that response like felt really good because it's like, yes, like this is exactly what I could have hoped for, and mm -hmm. it's just like the ultimate like. Fuck you. Yeah. You know? The and, best. And like I said, you know, it's not at, coming out of an... I'm, I don't have any, like, ill intention. And I honestly hope he doesn't hear it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, hope his girlfriend doesn't hear it. But, <laughs> like, because Loki is fucking a distract mm -hmm. at this point. It should also be called out you. Because you're <laughs> outing someone, basically. I know. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I mean, that's hard. I mean, I feel like it's what you hope you would create with any, like album it's just like yeah like because it's it the concept of it and the final product no one has that or no mm -hmm. one can because it's Make your them, own it's, my it's personal your thing experience. so yeah. it's just like that's almost like it's like a centerpiece of an album kind it of thing is. where it's just like it this is. is literally the basis of the story mm -hmm. and does the song that comes after that like tie into it at all or like what's the so next one? it's actually without use the last song Oh, shit. So that's where it closes out. Oh, shit. And then, well, but with also the outros after mm -hmm. that, um, which is, like, kind of like a, a not a, I was going to say, it kind of just does not leaving it on a bad note, because I was like, mm -hmm. if Without You was, the, or, yeah, if Without You was the last song, then I'm, it's kind of like bringing it full circle, yeah. you know, like, mm -hmm. showing, because that would kind of seem bitter in a way if mm -hmm. I just, if it was Without You was the last one, but it was like, it's not about that, it's about the healing, mm -hmm. that's what the whole project is about um but before that is um the there's a song called does she know mm. which is it's not like a you know diss track or anything but it's like you know it's a kind of uh alternative guitar based mm -hmm. song and it's a really dope song i'm excited for everyone yeah. what's it about it's just about it's about the same subject but it's just like um you know does she know like who you really are and mm -hmm. then it goes into Damn. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this is exciting. Um, I, should I, can I, am I able to play a part of Past Life Lover? Oh, uh, sure. Like, legally, like, well, like, is it like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do that. Okay. <laughs> do you have anything else to say about the album? Mm. I feel like I have more questions, but, like, I don't want yeah. to take more of your time. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, no, I think we went over everything, you know? I mean, it's a it's a cinematic experience. Make sure everyone listens to it uh -huh. start yeah. to finish. Don't shuffle that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Listen yeah. to it, intro to outro. Yeah. And, How long um, is it? Like, 40 minutes? Um, I actually haven't timed the whole thing start to finish. Really? Yeah. Um, it's probably maybe a little less than that, like 30 or something, but um, I'm excited to make the short film. Are you on Apple Music? You're on Apple Music. Yeah. How do you? <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to look. I'm like, check her out on Apple Music. What's your name on Apple Music? Sundari. Sundari. How do you spell it? S U N D A R R I. Nice. Love it. 
Okay, so okay, so you have some singles out. You have Lose Myself, mm-hmm. Past Life Lover, Free Throw, mm-hmm. Free Throw. Did I just say that yeah. wrong? <laughs> Sad Face. And lose myself tropical remix. Yeah, <laughs> that's so like artists. Tropical remix. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. How old were you when you released your first single? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. What yeah. month? Like I think it was April. It was in quarantine. Oh released. shit! Perfect. So it's about to be a full year that. Perfect. Lose myself released and the EP is dropping. So. Yeah, let's just vibe it out. LOL. <laughs> Listening to this in a tent under the stars on acid. Oh my god. Look at that. I'm looking at it and I'm just like, this is what it feels like though. It is. It feels that. like Yeah. Is this a picture of a building in New York? It is. Yeah. In a kaleidoscope? Actually, funny story about that photo. I it was a photo of me and my ex. And I and you cropped. I edited it and oh. I mirrored it. So basically, like, yeah. This is, oh, hold on. This is my favorite part of the song. That part when I was on acid, I was like, was it a dream? I was like, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You never know. I literally was like, fuck. Wow. Wow. I can't believe this is about Justin Bieber. <laughs> I feel like we've all <laughs> like wrote well, love something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean my first song that I ever wrote actually, which mm-hmm. wasn't even a full fledged song. It was mm-hmm. like some. It was right messy. It was called oh, no. Celebrity, mm-hmm. but it was because I had a dream about him <gasps> again. I'm always dreaming weird shit about him. But me it was, too. It's I like, know. Why does he visit me in my dreams? I know. He's been visiting me in my dreams since I was like 12. I know. And I'm like, get the no. fuck. It's so Pisces. It's like I don't know that. them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. him in person, obviously, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, it was called Celebrity, and it was like, you're a celebrity, so why would you be with me, yeah. be with me? Manifesting And then, it, that was the first song, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, it obviously never was anything, it's just like a note in my phone or whatever, mm-hmm. but then later, after I had already released some mm-hmm. stuff, I was like, and I dreamed about him, I sat down and I wrote Past Life Lover, like, in one go. It was like, I literally sat down and I Channeling. Kind of, I had my glass of wine, mm-hmm. I like went into tunnel vision mm-hmm. like i don't even know what i was writing it was like yeah, my yeah, subconscious yeah. those writing. are the best fucking yeah nights. i know i, I know it's, like, <laughs> it's the best it really is you have like a rap song ish free throw kind of right I don't it's like kind of rap well this is like my baby <laughs> so, huh this is like my baby like my my new sound is like so good. I, i'm excited i'm excited to hear the new sound because like with these um, I think I was trying to find my Yeah, with branding. these singles, you think you were trying to find yeah. your sound. I was like, what did, I didn't know, like, my roommate wrote my first song. Like, I didn't really? even. Really? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, so, like, That's I didn't deep. know anything about writing. I didn't know. Like, I didn't, structure. Yeah, like and then song finally, and right, that. right. And then by Past Life Lover, I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, and that one kind of feels like, it was like when you're channeling it, you wrote it out in, like, a 
in a way where it like it changes yeah. and it goes to like different yeah. parts or rooms right. it feels like so that's it like it does feel like that yeah, yeah. you're like going through like the song like physically feels like you're going through like a house and like you're going into yeah, like that's, different rooms that's what I think so yeah. like when I was on acid and I was, I was listening to it I was just like literally where am I going right now <laughs> I was like I was like well, who, what it, feel, it feels like a portal kind of yeah it's like you know? what am I walking through what am I what's going on <laughs> it definitely feels like that Wow, I'm excited to hear the whole thing. Me too. Are you gonna do a release party, Ooh. or do you? What's the deal? Um, I am definitely gonna promote it, you know, on Instagram and, um, you know. When you, have you started the short film? Filming I haven't. Film? I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let it marinate. I'm gonna release right. it and let it marinate, and you know, let people listen to it, and then mm-hmm. I'll probably film it. Film start filming, probably sometime like in April. April or May. Yeah. I need to make sure I have all my ideas, like, mm-hmm. really yeah, concrete yeah. before I just, you know. Damn, that's in. so fun. Is it going to be, like, a, like, do you even have the concept yet, or is it just, like... I do have the concept. Um, is it going to be, like, music video E where, like, because have you ever seen Lana Del Rey's kind of, like, short film? Yeah, for... it's going to be kind of like that. Cute. So it's, like, each yeah. It'll be a will story. be a different... It'll be a that's story um, start to finish. Is so it going to be, like, a big production, or is it just going to be, like, solo, just you and a camera? Um, it'll... It'll probably be. I'm thinking about getting the same um, cinematographer and director that did my the Cute. music video for Free Throw. Because they, you know, they did a really good job. It's it looks really high quality. It's done 4K. Like it's gonna mm-hmm. be up at the uh, Berlin Music Video Festival. Cute. Yeah. So yeah. When's that? <laughs> I don't know. We just they just like reached out and said they wanted us to submit. So oh my god. And, uh, so it's gonna be in it though. Yeah. Oh my god. T. Do you know uh, when did it? When the festival is? I'm not sure. Yet. Okay. Cute. Because we just the deadline That's the best. was like last week so oh my god yeah so i mean I'm, is that free throw the only music video wait no you have the other one for the for other lose song myself, lose myself my first right. song ever Cute. yeah which, which i made during quarantine which is the best it was like a zero budget music video i love that it was a concept we literally it was like you got married in the thing yeah. oh my god and you were in south carolina i was in south carolina oh my god that's so it was like full circle you that's know? tea yeah, it was so weird. Just, like, how everything played out. And, like, so, quarantine, like, made you... It made this album, right? Pretty this much. This whole thing, like... Yeah, it really did. You really yeah. just were like, well, fuck it. Yeah. I have literally nothing to lose. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. I think, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's, that's so why, in a lot of ways, I really do think, like, 2020 was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. You know? I feel like everyone got to know their soul and who they are and, like, what they are like yeah. in times of crisis and... The outlets that you choose, right? Like, because yeah. you could do anything. Because I went through a big stage in the quarantine where I was just drinking excessively. Like yeah, March, just like March, whatever. April. Yeah, that was me. The, the yeah. And now that was me the first yeah. half, and then the last seven months I've been like in my own bag. Yes, me too. And I feel like that's like where the most shit has gone yeah. down. Where I'm like, I but I had to go through. I feel like you have to go through. 2020 it. was literally. It was me. a purging. It me, yeah. yes, like me killing my old. Yeah. And like, I mean, not Period. in like a malicious way, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. like those old habits and patterns. Your old fears, your old yeah. toxic thought patterns. Right, like that things. didn't serve me anymore. Those don't mm-hmm. serve me anymore. Like even now when I like pick up a drink, like mm-hmm. when I have a glass of wine, like I my soul rejects it. Yeah. Know? Like because I feel like I've done so much inner work at this point that it's like I don't need that. And like before it was like, you know, I couldn't get home from work without having a glass of wine. Yeah, that was me for, like, yeah. a long time. Yeah, same. And I was, like, so depressed in my relationship, and I wasn't mm-hmm. happy. And, like, when I first moved here, um, I was drinking, like, a bottle of wine a night, just, like, not 
I had no I'm reason. That heartbreak is the worst when you're waking up every well, day. Like also, if you're living and sleeping next to the person, oh, like shit. while they're like, you know, you're with them, but you know, like you're not really with them because like yeah. they've already checked out. You know, so yeah, it, I literally, yeah, <laughs> I literally talked to my friend about this the other day, where it's like, do you, are you ever with someone and you're looking in their eyes and you're right in front of them, they're right in front of you, but they're so fucking far away. Yeah. That it's like, who mm-hmm. is this person? Yeah. Do I even know them? So that almost hurts even more. Like, I'm glad I got it away from that. And I was like, when I moved out of that place in um, April of 2019, mm-hmm. I realized that I, you know, I could, it was hurting more to stay in the situation knowing that he was doing whatever he wanted or, mm-hmm. you know, cheating on me or whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. And then just getting out of it, ripping off the band-aid mm-hmm. and moving on. Yeah. Then just staying there paralyzed yeah numbing myself every mm-hmm. day because like I was just you know I, yeah I have a quote in, in my head um that I think about all the time where I'm like I'd rather be alone than lied to mm-hmm. period yeah. <laughs> like I almost want to make a whole song about it because it's like and a lot of people are so everyone, scared yeah everyone keeps like most people keep themselves in situations that aren't even real and they know they're not real in, in their heart of hearts but they're like let me just like be in it to yeah. like prove to the world and myself right. that I can like be right. taken or be kept right. or be in a thing or Definitely. keep a relationship alive. It's like or just let it go. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you literally know, hate it, this guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, that's, absolutely. And that's so true. I mean, if I think about. I knew he wasn't the one from the beginning, mm-hmm. and Damn. I ignored all the rest. Were you making it work for like most of it? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I, I thought maybe like there was a way it could be worked out, and like I, when I saw like the red flags in the beginning I was just mm-hmm. like oh you know I can look past it can... but I mean if someone's not the one no matter how much time mm-hmm. you waste with them mm-hmm. they're never for you so like yeah you, you might as well just do it cut mm-hmm. it off early on mm-hmm. and you know understand that they're not the one and save yourself a lot of time mm-hmm. and drama and I mean I really did you know I wanted like it to work so mm-hmm. bad and I I was scared about what other people were going to say once I got out of the relationship I was because mm-hmm. we were like you know, really attractive together. couple. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People with Instagram, were like, oh. like, yeah. Really? Yeah, it was like an Instagram vibe. Like, everyone was no like, rooting way. for us. And like, you know, because we were like, like can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> we were like an interracial couple. So like, it was like, everyone like, was like, oh my God, like, there's so You were cool. interracial? Yeah, yeah, I'm like Mexican and um, Puerto Rican. And he's white. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I like, yeah. don't ever think about that. But I'm like, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. My sister, I think, literally, it took her 11 years to realize that her and her boyfriend are interracial. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, is it interracial if the other person's white? Because I'm yeah. mixed, so everyone I've dated has been mixed. So I like, yeah. don't, like, is that interracial or we're both mixed? So it's no. the same. Yeah. So it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you, would you guys post to Instagram, like, couple pics? Yeah. And then, yeah, like, I was basically. Was like, it deliberately, like, here we are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, because we were like, we, so high. It was really sad because we could have literally been Jay-Z and Beyonce. Damn. Like, we could have fucking taken over the world if we could have just gotten out of our own way and let Damn. the ego go. Because Damn. Like, we could have been a power couple. Jay and Bay? Yeah. Really? We, we could have been a power couple. Damn. Like, I mean, That's the worst there, when you're like, we yeah, could be we, great. We got in our own fucking way mm. and, like, used our power against each other. Instead yeah, of do you it. think that that power of, like, what you were kind of, like, ruined each other. Yeah. Like, where it's, like, this is too much for either of us to, like... Because it's a... It's a... When there is that, like, level of, like, beauty and, like, talent and, like, 
dynamic, yeah. chemistry, well, the hotness. Also, it's like that. Also pursuing the same thing. You know, yeah. Acting. Did it become like so? It was competitive. Yeah, competitive. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, which is it's just like so fucked because we could have just supported each other. Right. We could have right, just right. supported each other and been like, let's fucking make it. Mm-hmm. You know, because we can do that. And like, mm-hmm. and in the beginning, there was some moments where. Do you think was, that exists? Maybe, like pure, yeah. like do you, like probably who's a couple? You have to be super mature. Both parties have to be super mature to be able to make Damn. it. That you know, mm-hmm. it's hard when you're both in the entertainment industry. Does um, a part of you in your head like I gotta date someone who has nothing to do with like? Yeah, oh, yeah, did that change yeah, the way you like, like pursue people? Yeah, I mean after that whole situation, I was like, I'm never dating an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, never dating an actor. Yeah, that's my thing. Is that like. They're actors. They put yeah. on a great show. They really it's do. It's literally their... Well, it was like the whole time we were fighting, we were like in a scene. Really? On the street. You, would you was like... milk the scene for just the drama? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. You were like, this is a really good like, monologue. Well, Let's put up a Right. Okay. That is it. <laughs> did you ever think that? No, we definitely did. We definitely did. There was moments where we were like, I, we're performing right now. This isn't even a this real argument. This is so performing. We're both performing. We're just seeing who can be the Except, most dramatic. I know. Yeah. That's so funny. Do you ever think that that was like a demise though? That like you're both such dramatic people, right? Probably mm-hmm. if you're oh, both yeah. actors. Yeah. I mean, we met in acting school. So like we were oh my both God. going through the same program where like they, the curriculum and everything. Mm-hmm. So we're like both going through like, you know, we were both being so vulnerable in class every day for three hours yeah. a day and then meeting up and then like you're in that headspace of like being super dramatic. So you're dramatic. like trauma bonding with everyone in the class essentially because you yeah. have to write probably monologues and then perform other monologues well, and then like be dramatic and emotional on stage yeah. and everyone's seeing yeah, you at like, your like, oh, kind yeah. of darkest or oh, wherever oh, you're absolutely. going. Oh your worst and your best. Yeah and, and that's like pulling on people's shit and yeah. then resonating with you when you're this character when you're that right. character. That's crazy actually. Holy fuck. Okay so would you guys ever do scenes together in class? No, so we were, thankfully we weren't in the same class. Oh my Luckily. god. So it was so, it was such a thing though, because like we'd be in class all day, because we both went to school on the same day, so that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And um, we would be in class all day, and then we would like go home together after class. So mm-hmm. We would both be in like this like crazy heightened emotion mm. state, because we are just like, you know. Oh, a trauma bomb. Yeah. That's. Yeah. So then we'd Volatile. leave. Yeah, we'd yeah. leave, and then we'd we'd be like so open and vulnerable, but neither one of us are evolved enough in our spiritual journey mm-hmm. or experience or know ourselves well enough to know and pinpoint later. Is this real or is this just yeah. the scene that I was playing right, earlier? Right, exactly. Neither one of us knew how to step back from it and say like, "Hey, dude, we just got out of acting class Damn. for three hours, so like maybe we're projecting." Or Damn. like maybe well, where we're acting like the character right that's now. That's the thing is you like know? when you're acting, your your brain doesn't know the difference between your imagination right. and reality. So when you're creating a character or you're being that character, you're creating that universe around like you're manifesting that reality. Mm-hmm. So if you walk out of that reality and you're still like that person, then it's like you're attracted to the character that I'm kind of being yeah. right now, and right. vice versa. Right. So it's like I think I've heard somewhere where people say like actors will say like the most important thing for an actor to do is like have a spiritually cleansing like hobby or ritual that they do no matter what like yoga or meditation or like boxing whatever it is because it's like you need to like be able to know how to like it's almost like closing a Ouija board if you don't close the Ouija board that portal's saying oh yeah (laughs) absolutely and I was just talking um 
my manager about this today because we're talking about um, this voice class that I did. The teacher was also an energy worker. Mm-hmm. She's a really cool teacher. Her name is Nancy Myers. She's really cool. Mm-hmm. She talked about how like you cannot carry around like those characters and those emotions mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So basically what a way to put it away is energetically envision a treasure chest yeah and literally like take the character and form it into something like a jewel an orb or, or yeah. yeah whatever like symbol or whatever you want it to be and then put it away so mm-hmm. that way you can still access those emotions and still mm-hmm. access those char- that, char- that character when you get another role mm-hmm. like that but yeah. you're not just carrying around mm-hmm. baggage because i shit. i strongly believe that characters can possess you because oh they can't and yeah. why do you ever think Heath Ledger died literally you know Jack Nicholson yeah. said to Heath Ledger be careful with this role yeah because Jack Nicholson did the Joker in the eighties mm-hmm. so he knows what it's like and where you can go in your mind when you're trying to method act as an insane person yeah because um, you're basically making yourself an open channel for insanity and for other darker forces to like be. To embody themselves yeah, through you, definitely. and that literally can it can it, oh, most it can. actors that play yeah. those type of things like they get into some crazy shit like, right. in their real life. Yeah, and it's like it's yeah. because they didn't draw the line. Yeah, or they just become addicted to substances because they're trying yeah. to numb their own feelings yeah. from feeling that. Yeah, and so yeah, Absolutely. it's like arguably like the biggest deal. Yeah. <laughs> in like the creative and, space. and it is yeah, like you said earlier, your brain doesn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, your brain really does go into that fight or flight mode mm-hmm. it doesn't know that i'm performing mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it really is like it's oh, like oh shit. she's really like going sad. through this breakup scene yeah and like i mean sometimes even like in class like if i knew that i'd get sad for a scene i would do like the physical um basically actions of that i would do when i would cry mm-hmm. so like i would lay on the floor and like go like this mm-hmm. kind of like to just make myself get to that place and i'd like make myself like kind of mm. hyperventilate and get yeah. there because like I basically make my body think I'm like okay we're sad mm-hmm. okay like you know because I was like, yeah. doing the action mm-hmm. you know so and I know you know it doesn't Damn. know the difference always thinking about sad things and then crying and like kind of going back to it it like does something to your lymph nodes and it does something to like your body like wow. physically because it's literally activating your glands yeah. and like your mucus glands and it because it's water salt water that comes out if it's like your tear ducts have like that overactiveness or like it's always being like kind of tugged on like you're using your emotions to like get the tears out of you your body's kind of constantly going into this like mode of stress so Mm -hmm. if you're like always simulating that it kind of like sometimes creates like uh, inflammatory like problems like I think about Selena Gomez and Lady Gaga and they both have lupus and I feel like artists and actors they can like sometimes manifest illnesses because yeah. they're always playing with their emotions yeah. and going to different places all I the agree. time i agree and it's like fuck yeah <laughs> that's why it's so I mean, important you just have to the only thing that i can really say about that is just putting on the spiritual armor yeah like, it's every like you day need it and you're just gonna calling in that white white light and mm-hmm. protecting yourself every day and like knowing that you know you, where you're going is is mm-hmm. really hard mm-hmm. and can cause you to die. I yeah. know it sounds dramatic, but really but yeah, can. you can die. Yeah, <laughs> like, and even if you don't physically die, your spirit can die yeah. too. Right, and you can just like become like an empty vessel of just like nothing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Holy shit! Okay, <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> I know. Okay, 
Um, last question, or we can wrap it up, but when do you think you're going to start writing the next thing? Or do you mm. think you're going to sit on this for a little bit and make oh. more tropical remixes? <laughs> tropical remixes! Yes, <laughs> tropical remixes. Um, I, um, Cause I like, promised myself and made a promise to God mm. that after I made this album that I would make a Christian album. Really? Yeah. Mm. So a gospel album is next. Damn. Yeah. So you already, okay. When yeah. do you know when you're gonna start writing? Um, I'll probably get through this release and everything first, and go through like the whole process of promoting mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. all that. How long do you think? Are you setting your own promo like timeline, or are you just gonna like promo until you feel like you're like okay, whatever? Um, yeah, I mean, I've kind of been trying to set up a timeline just because I like did a photo shoot for it mm-hmm. and stuff, and um, I probably need to get started on the short film soon because I don't want like the momentum from the mm-hmm. EP actually dropping. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. the short film dropping, mm-hmm. you know, so like probably like right after the EP drops, I probably need to start working on the short film mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I just know that like making Christian music is like a huge part of like mm-hmm. my journey and my purpose and yeah. it's been prophesied to me like um which is a story for another time but mm-hmm. i um i've written a few christian songs already that mm-hmm. i know i'm gonna put on the album but that's my that's my next step that's so exciting yeah. oh my god because like with this ep you could end up you know getting people that want to like feature on it and you can like remix the songs yeah, and right. become almost new songs from the album right that's so true. it's like you can milk this album for like yeah. years oh really yeah not. oh absolutely <laughs> i mean that's definitely I don't want to just be so and that's something I've tried to learn in my music career is just like I don't want to be so focused on the next thing Mm -hmm. that I'm not present and like I'm not enjoying fully enjoying the releases as they come Mm -hmm. and I'm just kind of like you know also you have to live for experiences to write about yeah so it's just like yeah exactly yeah Yeah, that's why Frank Ocean took so many years between this album Rihanna hasn't put out an album that's my favorite actually because like Tim and Paula's last album they took like five or six years to make it and I'm like good it's one of the best albums ever yeah and I honestly either think they don't they shouldn't make any music anymore or if not release something in seven years yeah like no I agree because like I agree when you're just putting out an album every six months it's like okay yeah we get it we get it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. it's like well I want like people to want more I want people to hear it and be like okay when is she gonna release the next yeah and when she does release the next thing like I want it's more exciting yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and I want people to you know, hear it and, and get that same feeling that they do with Rihanna or her coach. Like, oh my God, when are they going to release something again? Like, I'm mm-hmm. so excited for them. And I want it to be, to do it justice and be yeah, like, yeah, a step yeah, up yeah. from the yeah. last one, you know? Improved. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Wow. Short film. EP coming out. EP comes out March 7th. Do you have any other, like, links or things or upcoming things you want to talk about or plug for the end? Um... I think that's pretty much everything. That's it? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, that was great to talk about everything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So your Instagram is? My Instagram is AOSandari. Follow me. Totally. I'll leave it on the screen. All links will be down below. Um, you can find you on Apple Music, mm-hmm. Spotify, Spotify, SoundCloud? You can, I don't, haven't gotten to SoundCloud okay. yet. I honestly need to. Um. 
SoundCloud. There's like it's on it's everywhere. Like Google Play, Napster, okay. Deezer, Cute. but Napster, like I know Vintage. that's what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> who really goes on those places? You know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Okay, that's so exciting. Okay, any last words? Um, listen to the album start to finish. Yes, <laughs> that's my last. It. That's my last dying Honestly, wish. Honestly, trip to it. Yes! Like, oh my god. No, that's on my bucket list for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna... Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna trip. Because I, I hear music in a whole different way. Oh, tripping changes the whole vibe. Yeah. Like, you can really feel everything. <laughs> the emotions. Every, every I know. We've been filming this for two hours. I know. I have a lot of content, Yay. though, to work with. We have yeah, a lot of yeah, to yeah. work with. Hopefully your camera's still filming. I know, I know, I know. Imagine we've just been talking to nothing. Yeah, that would have sucked. It's fine. It's going to be all good. All right. Thank you guys so much thank for you. tuning in. Thank, thank you. For, you. Thank you for coming on and giving yeah. me content. No, and thank episode. you for asking the, the dope-ass questions and yes. being deep. And yes. I love I love a deep combo. So yeah. And we'll never fail. We'll do it again. We'll get back on here and talk about other shit, too. Okay. Because, like, we're also both Geminis, by the way. Oh, Gemini so, Sun and both Pisces. Our whole chart the same. <laughs> well, our birthday's what, like two two days apart? Yeah, two days apart, you guys. <laughs> okay, I'm really bad at my outro, so let me just try to end it on high note. <sighs> okay, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow her on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Follow my meme account. It's called Meme City Trick. All the links <laughs> are down below. You can find this podcast where all podcasts are available. What is what do people say when they say? Everywhere podcasts are found, that's what people say, right? Okay, I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts, <laughs> oh, to be honest, okay. but... <laughs> it's on iTunes, the podcast app, Google... Yeah, podcast Play, app. Yeah, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, uh, Anchor, it's on SoundCloud. And you can also follow the Twitter page, uh, I think it's the Potty Mouth Pod, and we also have an Instagram page as well. We also have a TikTok, it's Meme City Trick right now, I might post clips to it later, who knows. <laughs> um, stay tuned for more episodes, leave comments on SoundCloud and on YouTube to give us notes and tell us what you liked about the episode or what you would like to hear more of in future episodes. So yeah, thank you guys for cruising. Love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, bye. <laughs>